Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. To the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Gotta get this guy like a metronome or something. Just can't. can't he has one job. Can't come one in in time. <laughs> I came off time there? Way, way off. Time. Like, way off. Way too late? Too early. Too like. late? <laughs> too late? It's like, like. Like if we were beating, like if we were doing beats for a minute, like bop, 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 bop. You halfway through, you're like, yeah. I was had my eyes closed, going, "You're just nailing it." <laughs> That's great. There you go, man. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. <laughs> I had to think about that one. <laughs> Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, no new patrons this week, right, Kamar? I, I she, uh, Well, Jordo upped, no, his, uh, Jordo patrons, upped his... But there is, yes, an honorable mention of uh, Thomas J. Ambient. Yeah. His pledge. If anyone didn't know, you can raise your pledge. His name is Thomas J. Ambient. I like it. No, it's... Jordan Thomas Knight is his name. Well, why did what did he just say? That's his like alias, oh. his like DJ, his I beat maker yeah, alias. That's hilarious. Yeah. Ambient. Yeah, he yeah. makes Sound. ambient beats. Yeah. I'm Simon For J. the post show. Shout outs to you, Jordan. The show we do after the show every week, 50 plus throwbacks. What are we doing here? Thank you. Oh my God, we didn't jobs. do one last month. It was, it was August. I thought we'd resign not to do one for. No, we hadn't. I'm just, I had a rough month. Fuck. That's what it was. We yeah, we're going to do one this week. We'll give you guys your, uh, you'll get your throwback. My apologies. It's just going to be late. Well, I have some extra work to do this week, boys. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? You want to tell us? Oh, I uh, had a great week. I went up to Milan with a friend, a good friend from Victoria. Oh, he's um, from Ottawa, isn't he? Well, we started talking like he's not from Ottawa anymore. Oh, no. He's still No, no, you're always Ottawa. from where you're from. I don't yeah, think that. But... He now lives somewhere else, yeah. but he's still an Ottawa boy. Yeah, he, he oh, of course he's an auto boy, but we just like you're more from there than here. He, he's been there a while. The fact that I, I've last time I saw him was six years ago, or no, I think he was here for a day or something, but hung out with him for a while. It's been a long time that he's been away. Can I be honest with you? And I, I've only met him once or twice. Seems like a very nice guy. But anyone that moves out to BC and stays there and thrives, I'm always super weary of. Why? BC sucks. BC sucks. And if you get there and you fit in, you're the problem. No, I, he figured it out the right way. He's in Victoria, he's a, though. That might be different. He's a really good a chef. No, I know what he is. I know his business. Went understand. out there, had a kid, got married. Like, Just saying that place fucking stinks. And in, in any event, he uh, brought up his kid, his three-year-old. and um, Brought him up like he's raising him? He brought him to the land. Oh, I see. Uh, with Brett, who brought his son up. And it was really interesting just to be around your good friends with their kids at different ages. Like three, his kids three is really young. You forget how young kids are. What did you bring up? Myself. But we were talking about how, you know, like... Bag full of candy. (laughs) As you get older, bad things happen. And you... Because you watch so many movies where everything works out. You sort of think everything's going to work out. When you are... 
till things when things don't work out, then you're like, oh shit. But for the most part, in your twenties, you're like, it's all gonna work out. Everyone thinks there something's gonna happen. It's only in your thirties you realize what didn't work out and what did. Yeah, but you're like fifty now. Well, yeah, this is this is re- reflection. Oh, okay, period. I see what you're saying. Um, but with kids, there is someone looking. Like we're all sitting there, protecting them, like making decisions at all times. And, and activities or whatever, like there, there, there's a period in your life where there's some totally looking out for you, and it's. Does that make you want to have kids, Kay? Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, the the experience of raising a kid and it's uh, like a constant um, learning thing. And that we we're just talking about how proud you are of, of a three year old that can walk or something. You're like you're stoked, but when they're seventeen and they come in second place in a sporting thing and thank you or whatever, the potential for experience with a child is just it's just. And he was arguing against it, like he was like, "You don't have to have a kid." Like not that he doesn't love being a father, but it was just an interesting grown up hangout instead of usually just going up and drinking or doing mushrooms or something. We did fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really fun. I mean, besides teaching you to be selfless, which I think is a pretty important trait that a lot of people lack in this world, I don't think you'd need one way or another, have kids, don't have kids. You know what I mean? I, you're probably going to get just about the same amount of experience either way. You probably get more without kids because you're not bogged down for so it's long. It's just two different paths. Stop yourself from doing things. You know what it's I mean? It's two different paths. Yeah, but, but you it, haven't gotten old yet. Oh, that, that I mean, having somebody to take care of you—that's something. For even just—I sure. don't even think it's taken care of. I think it's that like, once you hit a certain age, you're not like you see your friends once or twice a year. So it's not even—it's just to have someone like and, around. And the quality and quantity of the time spent. Because I was thinking, if I'd seen my friend James, love you, at a party with thirty people, the vapid—you know—you just everyone just has TikTok conversations. Versus sitting down with someone for two or three hours around a fire and just talking. It's so much more valuable and connecting. Like that event we went to, there's so many people there. Anyone I would love to sit down for a half hour, 45, like what's going on? But you don't. And that's just part of getting old. Mm -hmm. But it was beautiful up there yesterday. And a weird thing, we got the weather. There was a weather warning. Because they said there's gonna be thunderstorms, but it was beautiful. Oh, there, there were thunderstorms, crazy storms <laughs> in, in the all city. Day. Yeah, it was fucking. Really? Well, I was up in Petawawa too, and it was like thunderstorm, sunny, thunderstorm, sunny. It was crazy, man. No way. Yeah. yeah, and then we got back here, and it was like the craziest storm ever. Yeah, it was apocalypto here. It was fucking nuts. We missed the whole thing. Oh, must be that's nice. Yeah. Anyways, it was like one of those big chill weekends and stuff. It was fun. Simon, how's your week? Not what did you watch? We'll get to I that. don't talk about this anymore. I just want to get right into the action. I, I mean, I can't believe the amount of time this guy wastes that we could be talking about Joe Rogan. That's all I'm saying. So My bad. Let's just get into it. No, how was your week, dickhead? <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. That's not I'm, how this works. I'm raring to go. How was your week? My week was fine. Thank you, Matt. That's it. You have nothing to report? I mean, unless you want to hear about things that I watched, <laughs> I got really nothing going okay. on. Okay. Oh, no, I will give a, um, I think, I don't even know who this woman is. She was on Lex mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. She's like a poker player, a game yeah, theory it's, lady. Uh, Liz Bory. Yeah. Do you know who Liv that is? Liz Bory. Do you know sorry. who that is? Yeah, she's a poker player. Anyways, I, I know nothing about her. I don't know if I like her or not, but she talks about this thing called Moloch. Moloch as a game theory. 
Mm-hmm. It is the most interesting thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> it's I, don't, so, I don't understand what that means. You might as well say simulation. Um, Moloch is like the god back in the like ancient times, yep. even before the owl okay. god. Well, is a Moloch what they did at the They um, would sacrifice their children. Well, yes, yeah. Yep. They would sacrifice their children to try and get uh, rewards from the god. So the idea is you are giving up the thing that is most important to you for the um, ability to get forward, to push forward. And she translates that into like present time. Mm-hmm. with uh, the algorithms and social media. And it's just, it's a really interesting concept. It got me thinking. I suggest everybody listen to it. Or if not, listen to her. <clears throat> she talks about some uh, blog that was written about Moloch. That sounds really It's like a perspective? Too. Yeah, it's kind of like giving a, a tangible name to uh, this idea of like, you know, uh anything at the expense of, you know, pushing forward at the expense of anything. Sacrifice. And I think when you take that and you like break it down into everything we do now, that's kind of what you're doing. It's just like, what are you willing to sacrifice to, to get forward? Opportunity cost. For some of us, it's not a lot. It's just our time or our attention. For some people, like, you know, the fucking Elons and the Jeff Bezos of the world, maybe it really was their children, and that's why they want to have so many children, because they need... Oh, fuck. That would explain a lot, actually. Elon wants so many children because he needs to sacrifice them to this Moloch god. (laughs) Anyways, I don't want to take up any more precious time from Joe Rogan, so let's do this. What a dick. You know it's a short week, too. How is your week, (laughs) I think she was wrong about Phil Hellmuth. I'll say that. Because she was saying... Being the best ever? No, no. Oh, no, you saw he's the same woman. He's one of the best ever. Uh, My whole thing was she was like, I she was like, I don't understand how he's transcended the generations as a winner. And I thought to myself, because she was like, now it's a math game. And before it was like a different game. A feel game. Yeah, but I was like, he always played it as a math game. Like when he won his first bracelet, Phil, Phil has always been like a small ball... You know, he doesn't want to get involved in a massive pot unless he's got the absolute nuts. That hasn't changed. He hasn't changed his game. He always played a math-based game, and I think that's why. Because he before it was a math game, he was using math, and I think that's why he's successful. I thought it was interesting. Definitely one of the best ever, sorry. I thought it was interesting when she was talking about him saying that she truly believes that he has, like, an ability positive to mental. bend luck in some way. Yeah, and does. just that idea of, like, you know people who just are lucky yes and they are lucky there is no two fucks about it yep. you put us both in the same situation 99 times and they're gonna win 65 and i'm gonna lose 70 or 89 times they talked know? about like, that that there's just luck she was just like she's so way more practical no but she's one of those she also she was just like sometimes there is no spoon yeah it was this idea of look if we are whatever we're living in whether it's a matrix or a real world there are rules, and those rules can be bent. It's exactly like bending the spoon. Qua- sounds quantum almost. Either way, she. I just think that was one my one point about... Because I agree, Phil's, Phil has to be... Who do you think is the best poker player of all time, Matt? Phil Ivey. Phil Ivey is the best poker player of all time? 100%. Let what me, about Gus? Let me think about this. Gus Hansen? I guess those are the best looking poker players of all time. What? No, Patrick no. Antonius. Yeah, that's, that's who you're who thinking. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, close yeah. to the best poker player of all time. He may be. Like Patrick Antonius is one of the best one poker and a players of all time. Best looking. 
there's a lot of young kids too now, like uh, Fedor Holtz. Um, he's one of the best. There's that other German kid. But I, for me, Phil Ivey, like Phil Ivey was playing poker when he was 16 in Atlantic City. He's become filthy rich doing it, private jets. I love when people want to say it's um, cowboy man there. Um, Donald Brunson. Doyle Brunson. <laughs> did you say Donald? I like, yeah. Well, I almost did, said yeah. Cerrone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Donald Brunson. Negreanu's probably up there. I would think so. Negreanu's pretty fast. That's our amazing. Canadian He's had a lot, of, a lot of staying power yeah. in the game. He's been yeah. around forever, made a what lot of money. What about Matisau? You like him? I like him. He's not one of the best ever. No. But is there something about notoriety? Because there was that, the Unabomber, Phil Locker, or whatever his name he was. He was yep. really good, he too. He was really good, too. Yeah. Tony G. <laughs> to Tony me, G is Tony fucking, G is like, so funny. To me, talking about um, Remember when he wrote poker players. On your bike. Around, yeah. Get on your bike. This is like talking about WWE, like old wrestlers. Yeah, totally. Listen, knows nobody how, knows who the win. fuck we're talking about. Speaking of Phil and Tony, one, the best hand of poker ever played, ever in history, ever, is on the big game. And I'll just go through it real quick. The The big game was like where they brought one of us on to play against the pros. They gave you 100 grand, and you had to try to build that stack up in however many hands. And whoever had whatever loose cannon had the most money at the end of the season went on to try to win a million. Anyway, the loose cannon gets kings. Phil Ivey gets ace nine. Phil Ive, uh, Phil Helmuth raises the loose cannon. They have a conversation where he says, if I shove, are you going all in? And the, the loose cannon goes, Phil, I have to. Sorry, this is after the flop. So Phil's flop like nine, nine, whatever. And so Phil waits and waits and then shoves. And the, the, the loose cannon, the black is like, I call. And he opens up his kings and Phil shows trip aces. And the whole table, it's like Brunson, Negreanu, Tony G., they all look at Phil and they're like, that was a pretty gross slow roll. Like he told you he was going to go all in. You waited. You know you have the fucking nuts. What are you doing, Phil? So Phil starts feeling bad. And Phil looks at him and he goes, do you want to run it more than once? And he goes, oh, gosh, that's nice of you to ask, Phil. And he goes, yeah, 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 definitely. Let's let's run it twice. And Phil goes, how about three times? He's like, three times? Okay, yeah. And then Phil goes, I'll tell you what, we'll run it four times. And he goes, four times? All right, Phil, four times. We'll run it four times. So that means every time they run the last two cards... You win a quarter of the pot for each one you win. What ends up happening is this guy ends up winning three out of the fucking four. And on it's, kings. Dude, he hits a king on two of them and he hits a flush on another. Oh. And Phil Helmuth is sitting there in like disarray. <laughs> and Tony G is just berating him. You're a fucking professional, Mike. <laughs> it's, like, it's so good. What are you doing? Anyway. Um, they should do that always. What, the loose cannon shit? No, Run it four times. Well, in a cash game, in a cash game, you can do it however many you want. It's just, it just slows down the game if you don't have like a dealer, you know. I just feel I mean? you have a chance to pull something out, some dignity. Well, but, but Phil Ivey wouldn't want to do that every time. It would have, no, no. it would be the loser. Oh, I mean, maybe he would. It'd be Who a different knows? game. Here's what's funny though is so he wins the first one, the loose cannon, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, well, you got to win. He's like, oh man, I should have run it once. Oh, I should have run it once, and then he loses the next one, and then he wins the third one. He's like, oh shit, I should only run it three times, and then he wins the fourth one, and he's just, you know, it's insane. I don't know. That's one of my favorite hands ever. My week was fine. How was your week? My week was fine. When I came to the door, I came to the door, and I heard such screaming down here that I thought Matt was like, I don't know, fighting somebody. And then when I came down, he was just losing in soccer. Time was running out on the clock. No, no, I listen. I had a perfect card for $2,000. I needed one last game 
Stade Rennes against Troyes, this French team. <laughs> I think it's Trez. I think that's how you say it. They had a red card in the 26th minute, and this team couldn't fucking beat them. So, yeah, I'm sitting here in the 90th minute. They miss a wide-open chance, and I was yelling a lot because I that $2,000 would have helped me a great but deal. But you didn't break anything? I don't break my shit, dude. I'm an adult. You should never negate. How are you going to lose more? I've broken some stuff. People break stuff. I, yeah, I don't do that. I broke a video game once. Yeah, Simon I, did that right that, here. That's the example I was thinking about. Yeah. That was my week. It was pretty. Oh, Chico's moving around like wildfire. I don't want to jinx anything, but seems like the little guy's got his knee back. So You gave him the surgery? No, no. We went out to meet uh, the vet, and Seth Rogen, his vet, was like, I don't think we. This guy was Seth Rogen. Sounded oh, like him. I wish he looked name like was him. Seth Rogen. No, I asked him too. Oh, so he is his doppelganger. Dude, I, I asked him, I was like, Can I have your business card? Because I thought for sure his last name was going to be Rogan. Like it was like his cousin or yeah, something. Yeah, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, he was like, I mean, it cost 140 bucks for him to tell us I don't think he needs surgery, but like he was playing around with his knee. I mean, Chico jumped up on my lap and he was like, Well, that's a good sign. So that's great. Blessed. Yeah. Come on, you want to go over the uh list? It's very short. It's very short. It's so weird when he does this, like, packs a bunch of episodes in I one hate, week. Yeah. And we know, we know. We know some of them are canned. Yeah, He has, like, first of all, he has Alex Jones waiting at some point. You think it's in the can? It's in the can. No. Like, Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example. That could have dropped any time this Monday. week. Could have been great Monday. Could have dropped any time this week. I mean, no, it, it could have just never come out at all. <laughs> <laughs> that could have happened. He in really, event, dude, they might have sucked each other off after that episode. There might have been, they might have gotten in the float tank together. They definitely did one of these, you know, where you jerk each other <laughs> off like uh, yeah. ski poles. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1866 back again protect our parks you'd think it'd be like a yearly thing like sober october but it's oh this is like a quarterly I thing think it's almost monthly uh, then we had the mma show with kamara usman which i think would have been really interesting if you listen to those we'll and touch on it we'll touch on it briefly then we had a late drop on saturday the fight companion which i think one of you guys called simon so that's huge. simon called it but didn't because shower me <laughs> hold on praise give him some flowers you know what's hilarious he calls it but i see him thursday night or I see him Friday night, and I said to him, there's going to be a fight companion tomorrow. And he goes, no, I don't think it's happening. And I said, why? And he was like, "He was like, what card is this? It's, a, it's not a card they're going to do. It's a 3 p.m. in France. And I was like, but Joe does all the big yeah. cards, so they have to do a small one. And Simon was like, I don't think so. Anyways, either way, I called it. You did, yes. Oh, and then I, said they, I said they were going to be on um, the show, so that's where I was wrong. Yeah. As well as doing the fight companion. But once we start, I will speak my mind and you'll understand. Riddle me this, from. though. Yeah. Was it live streamed on Spotify? Yes. No, not on Spotify. Oh, on on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. They went back to... Uh, you can't live stream on Spotify. It's not well, an well, option. Well, exactly. So I'm saying. This is also why I assume it took so long. I assume he had to work something contractually out with Spotify. Where he said, listen, I'll still release the thing. But I can't live stream. Like, the whole point of the thing is to do it live. Because it's a fight companion. Of course it is, yeah. Right? So I'm sure he or went to Spotify. you tape the fight and then tape this and then you watch can't, it That's so time. stupid. That's the, the whole idea is that it's live. I will say this, though. I watched most of it live. The, the sound was terrible. The actual... The fight companion? The fight companion. I watched it on YouTube. Jamie dropped the ball. No, I, th I think it shows you how much maybe goes into like the post-production side of things. When it's when it's live to when it's been well, a lot of the time you do a lot of stuff in post with the sound where you're trying to 
because if this fight had been a normal time, like you said, it was 3 p.m. Yeah, great time. Say it was 7 o'clock. Yeah. There's no way they would have dropped this at... It, it had to come out at Spotify after it happened. Yeah, but it could have come out on, like, Sunday or late, late, late Saturday night. Anyways, I'm, I'm not impressed. It came out yesterday. Well, it has. <laughs> You're hilarious. Either way, it was it was interesting that it was. It's so weird. It was interesting that it was protect our parks. Joe's new. Oh, this is so what I was weird. getting to. It's this so weird. this was a, a this is Joe saying to Brandon and Brian, "I'm throwing you guys a bone." Because you're washed up. But these are my new friends. Yeah. No, Don't get it no, twisted. But Ari's no. in there still. Don't get it twisted, you know? No. These are these this is the crew. This is who I roll with. I'm doing you a favor. See, I disagree because I kind of looked at it. Um, I looked at it with like brighter eyes. I Joe really is a good dude. And he deserves to be exactly where he is. Probably, probably more, probably deserves more, to be honest. The ups and downs, the emotional roller coaster. But I just know, but think about it. Like he he's so fucking smart. He's so fucking smart. He said, listen, I could keep these old dudes around who like I can't really hitch myself to this wagon, but I'm loyal. So he got these new younger comedians, has like that circle. But he also still is like, you know what, these guys help me get here. I'm a loyal guy, they're friends. I'll do the occasional, like, I don't know. I really believe he's so much better that he None of this is conscious. There's still something going on. Why didn't he just have them on the show? Why have to do this fight companion? You know what I mean? Geography. This can't be their first choice. It's not like Brendan's like, oh, I'd rather, you know, you get way more eyes on a Joe Rogan episode than you would ever on a fight companion. But we know Brendan has been on. Yeah, Brendan's Brian on a times. needed this obviously because he was launching his special. <laughs> Joe told well him to either. shut the fuck up twice. <laughs> yeah. Very Let's rudely. Get it, Let's get it. Let's get it. Very yeah, rudely. Yeah, say the say the thing. What thing? He hasn't oh. said the name in the fight campaign. Oh, he's well, so off we have, today. No, we haven't rated the week. Yeah, I'm so off today. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of last week, man. I can't get over it. The four way. Yeah, <laughs> I give it a yeah. Four people doesn't work. We're rating our last week's show? No, we're rating... Oh, if I'm rating last week's show, <laughs> way we too long. Post, way too long, way too first long. of all. Oh, yeah, it was way too long. Uh, and yeah, episode 200. I will say this, too. I'll yeah, th- yeah, fair I'll, enough. Fair I said to someone on the Patreon, like, I'll throw Brett a bone. If you're not used to this, it's very difficult to just be thrown into it. I think so. Like, if Brett had his own podcast with three other people that he did every week, it would have been a different story. He would have been so. used to the flow. Yep. Also... Knowing that you're only here for one, you're trying to yeah, get. Uh, he admitted that himself. No, and again, I I loved having Brett here. It wasn't like I just I Thank knew you for all the positive feedback. Oh, everyone. it was super fun. What we should have done is had Brett and just got rid of me. Got rid of Kamar. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna go the other. No, way. you you were gonna say me, but you didn't want to be. I rude. wasn't. I mean, Brett does know how to edit. I'm sure. I doubt it. Um, it was fun, and now we know it can be done. Yeah. No, I, it's not. It wasn't I, very. Practical. I think the the bigger problem was there was so much content. Five episodes. It would make more sense if somebody couldn't be here and you had to fill in. Four people is way too many. That's crazy. Kamar makes a good point, though. What was that? I was if it had only been, if it had been like this week with two episodes, oh, that would have been fine. It might have been so. just, because we were so trying to cram. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was. It, there was true. a lot of fucking it's true. content. It's true. A lot of content. I rate this week a. F- I'll give it a four and a half. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm starting to get to know Matt. You are giving are Protect you? Your Park a four you what and you a vote half. for stuff. Like what stuff gets well, I love Protect Our Park. Yep. I just always love that one. And it was nice to have the 
bike companion. But sentimental. You're sentimental. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 dude, this guy, is old man. Joe. This is old Joe and Eddie. Eddie was back. Like, he didn't say much. Shut the fuck up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were just doing whoa, that. Whoa, okay. whoa. I thought that was like a normal <laughs> thing that we do amongst friends. What do you rate it? Um, I mean, I'll give it a solid three and a half. That's what production not, not a sentimental. Is. I'll give it a four. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I actually felt it. like this whole episode, this whole fight companion. Yeah. It was like, um, you know, when everybody knows. Hold on. Say that. Say the fight companion. It, it doesn't have a number. It's fight companion. Thank September you. September 3rd, 2020. Everybody knows that somebody has a secret, but nobody's saying it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just kind of dancing around, but nobody is saying really what they want to say because they're so busy making sure that they don't say something they're not supposed Too to. Too self-aware. That's what I felt about this. Except Eddie, a little bit. That's kind of yeah. why it was refreshing. He didn't talk though. He, but no, but, he but acknowledge he, it. But I even love that because Eddie was just like, it's weird. He seems, he seems like different. I don't know what it is. Well, he, he's Eddie Band. Well, the, yeah, but I mean, I, <laughs> at some point, I, Eddie, I Eddie knows. I I think to answer your question, Eddie now knows that there most of the things he talks about will only lead to a massive argument. Mm-hmm. Joe won't be able to let it go. You know what I mean? Because Eddie's going to say yeah. flat Earth, or Eddie has a lot of like beliefs that are just totally counter to. Um, not even like the mainstream, just the stream, you know? <laughs> it was so funny when he was like, I can't fucking follow people. I try, I like, people think I'm an asshole. I show them, look, I'm following, I'm following, I'm following. They're all sweet boys. The best part of this episode, without a doubt, there was one standout moment, and it's when Brian and Brendan both say something really stupid, and Joe says out loud, well, this is why none of us are commentators. And then I sat there and I went, you're a commentator, you a commentator for the UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're clearly just telling these fucking jabronis. Also, Eddie had just said, like, I commented a pride back in the day. So I was like, so two of these guys are actually commentators. Well, they, I think they were all excited to be there. Yes. And didn't even like, oh, let's not do a fight companion. Because they didn't, they didn't watch like a bunch of fights and. That's how all fight companions are. You're lucky if you get like 20 minutes of them watching fights. But I mean, so I, I watched the Tua Tua fight this morning. Who's that his name? Tai Tuivasa. That's, that's not his name, but we know who you're talking Tai Tuivasa and <laughs> no, that's uh, not Zero Kane. The <laughs> that's knockout. not it either. The knockout. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're talking about When they language. watched it, they weren't that excited. They were barely watching. They were the barely fight. paying you, you attention. Know what I mean? And it was a it was a crazy knockout. And in other fight companions, I believe that was the last fight of the night because they went on for another hour after. Yeah, and that was sort of we got back into the podcast. But there's other fight companions. That go, oh, they just weren't that's, into it at all. They were just into the podcast. I was like, why didn't he just have them on? Like yes. he wouldn't have had Eddie. Fine, but literally, Eddie said like. 10 percent of the words of this episode like and they even asked them they're like you're so close just to come just listen well there's one problem uh a domination of brendan and joe and their car talk oh brendan just dominates every i know it's ironic that i'm saying this but he he fucking has the worst conversation etiquette he doesn't know it's like he's a martian to this planet he's also the ultimate one-upsman of joe Anything Joe says, he like Joe's like, oh that 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 arm break, it's bad, and Shaw will be like, might be the worst. 
And, and like he's always and anything Joe says, like he might he might he's this guy's really good. Charles be like he might be one of the best. And you know <laughs> when like, you have a friend, or maybe you are this friend, when you get around like a certain person, you want to impress them so bad that you just become mean to everybody else. You know what I mean? I think it's harder just for him to transition from Brendan is being like a host that. or being a guest. Oh no, I, I'm talking about Brendan. Yes, and Brian. yes. Well, it's a weird. It's a weird relationship. It's the weirdest dynamic. How he of talks all time. down to him. Oh, it's crazy. But it's because it's not Brian's fault that he didn't care about football or certain sports that Brendan knows so much about that you you you're now not allowed to have opinion, and I could just belittle. It's you. It's not only in fighting. Brendan does that to him no, on in everything. All, all sports. In, in cars and watches. Not sports. In all facets of conversation. <laughs> yes, like I know. But it's it's weird because Brian has benefited from Brendan's success. Brian has benefited from Brendan's He's success. come along for this fight of the kid ride and is doing uh-huh. well by it. Uh-huh. I mean, anyway, especially back, when he got canceled. Back to them being excited being there. Like when I was watching, it had like fifty or sixty thousand people live watching it so that's a big deal i didn't even realize that i just i would like i said i was i was missing uh wi-fi and once i got back i came up on the the spotify but i didn't even think that it was actually live streamed on youtube because like you said as a fight band it has to be live streamed so we paired up yeah it was uh so it's very interesting cross platform like i said joe probably has a really good relationship with spotify i think they've both benefited a large deal from that deal and I think that he probably just politely went to them and was like, look. Well, if they can't facilitate what he needs, I... Yeah, I'm sure he said to them, until podcast. you can get me a live stream, I'm going to do the occasional one on YouTube, but I will I will then upload the episode here. You know what I mean? Fair deal. How creepy is it that they said the last time they were together, it was a fight He blew companion, that whistle. And he yeah, blew the whistle. Fucking... And if that whistle has anything and amplified over 10 million times... Well, it made and me think Brian's like... life went to shit after that. Yeah. So did Jobs. So did Sean's. It's like a monkey's paw. Sort I of just thing. said, dude, I was just about to say it reminded me of the monkey's paw, 100%. Which I wish I could uh, retell that story, but I was like, be careful what you wish for, I think. Is yeah. The end of the tale. Uh, well, or have... just don't blow the fucking Aztec death whistle. <laughs> be Le- careful what you wish legitimate for. Question, though, what, um, which one of Joe's friends puts out a special and doesn't get on his show? And does he even like, get this to promote it? Yeah, while on the show, yeah. This, this is fucking happened. crazy. They're talking about Tom Segura. <laughs> Killing it all that. Yeah. And Brian says, oh, oh speaking of uh, Tom, uh, I just lost a special. He goes, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> and shuts him down. There, There's some sort of disdain. I think he said, shut the fuck up. That's there's some sort of disdain said. Joe has for Brian. Brian. Oh, yeah, he, for sure. He screwed him over, and he loves him. And he's still like... How did Brian screw him over? You think maybe he... No, because Brian's family's rich. I was going to say, maybe he owes Joe a shitload of money. My theory... Please. You know my theory. No, I don't know your theory. Brian was married with kids. Okay. Joe was married with kids. Okay. Miss Rogan and Miss Callan were very good friends. Yeah, he said this, yeah. Mm -hmm. Brian fucked over Miss Callan. Yes. And running off with his other... Yes. Doing his life. I'm not saying... He can do whatever he wants. That really pissed off Miss Rogan how M- Brian did Miss Callan. Miss Rogan, you think, said to Joe, you can't have Brian on your show anymore? No, I'm not saying that, but it was it, Joe also recognized he liked Miss Callan as well. It was like, what you did was a douche move. Dude. Like, I love you, but I'm just, I'm, I'm sort of disappointed you did that. I, I didn't know. You had, what, 
This is my theory. Okay, let's just back up for and a so second. So you'd always though. rib someone. Your good friend yep. does something you don't agree with. I do something to piss off your wife. Yeah. Really piss her off. Like really. Yeah, really I know, but off. that really has to piss her off. How, it, it can't just be anything. It has to be you were dating her friend and you got you cheated on her. That's what happened. Like your wife sets me up with a girl yeah. and I totally fuck her over. You fuck her over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your wife tells you every day what a piece of shit I am. And when you come to see me, you're going to be like, you don't hate me. Like I didn't do it to you, but well, you did do that thing. to. Me. I mean, Joe Rogan's wife is pretty much saying, I want you to take food out of the mouths of the children of Brian. That's Callen. taking my like, theory a bit far, but I, I, there's something. Not if you know his family's rich. There's, there's something. There's something to Am the I way wrong? Joe treats uh, Brian. And I think Brendan might have seen it. Oh, this is how you treat Brian. Because he's sort of like, <laughs> is the, I'm the punching bag. Are you laughing at me or laughing well, with Brendan, me? Well, Brendan, whenever he gets around Joe, like I was saying, just starts being really mean. Even meaner to Brian to try and impress Joe. It's like, uh, and Eddie, I'm, I'm the better Eddie friend. is sitting you know? there barefoot like a Buddha the best, in the yeah. corner. The best. Um, but Eddie and Brian have a tie-in because of Sam Tripoli. Yeah. Because yes. they are all buddies. And then Brendan, of course, tries to take credit for fucking getting two people together. Like, the guy's such a fucking... Eddie and Brendan whore. both uh, bonded uh, against electric cars. Yeah. Well, I, that's I'm with them. Because that's the shut-off thing. But I think most new cars, like... All those OnStar, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, OnStar has a fucking tracking device in your car. And I think they could shut those cars off. Well, couldn't they just hit you with an EMP? Is that what they're called? Electromagnetic pulse? Yeah, and that would just knock anything out that was using any sort of electronics. Like, all the cars now, even if they have a gas engine... Like when you go to get them fixed, a mechanic doesn't look at the engine. It, they fucking yes, plug it in. Diagnostics. It, yeah, but an EMP has uh, like you can fuck up surrounding things. It's much easier if you can just shut it down via satellite. Way easier. Right. Well, yes, it would be, but you would need everybody on this same grid. If you're not using an electric car, you don't need I'm everyone on the same of, grid. Everyone has their own satellites. But if you own a Tesla, really... if you own a Tesla, they could just shut it off. Yeah, if you want a yeah. kill switch, they would be shutting off all Teslas, not all cars. No, but the, the kill switch, I'm just saying, they could just say this one Tesla. Yes, yes. Why do they, Why are they shutting all of them down? That pulse would be collateral oh, damage. Uh, where are you? I'm saying, like, who? that's just Tesla. What if they wanted to control all the cars? So yeah. that's why you should they always They could do have, that anyways. My point is, they... they if all the let's say every car company has their own satellites that are connected to each car, the CIA, the NSA, whoever can tap into all those satellites and shut down whatever car they want. Yes. Yes. If you feel doomsday is imminent, you should always have a gas powered vehicle. Or crash said car like that reporter. Listen, if you think like we've had this conversation, if you think true doomsday <laughs> is imminent, you're fucked either way. You're really just trying to survive an extra couple of weeks. Well, you definitely want to have a gas power. You car. always want to have a gas Listen, power car. As long as that's sure, a my no point, brainer. My point is like, if we're talking end of days, you, like you're talking like the power goes out for a couple of weeks. That, that, in, that too, that is end of days as we've discussed. But it doesn't matter. There's only so much gas. Like this is only going to last for so long. 
There are only so many bullets and there's only so much gasoline. Like at some point, cars and guns are going to be useless. You need fucking swords and Hold bicycles. On. It'll take a while for guns to be useless. There's a lot. Of electricity ammo is out there. the fragilest of the resources, I would suggest. Swords. Like guns and don't bicycles. need electricity. You don't need to recharge guns. But you need bullets. But you need bullets, but you don't need electronics. And I, I wonder if electricity goes, then you can't get gas after a while. Everything will become very well, precious. Well, gas will just be gone. Like, everybody will want it. They bring new gas in every day or every couple of days to gas stations, Kamar. You know what I'm saying? They don't just have an endless supply of uh, gasoline. No. I'm but sorry. If, you, uh, if all electrical system goes down, can you still access that gas if it's underground? No, those pumps are runoff uh, electricity. I'm yeah, right. Yeah, they would have to. They're not just pressure. I, but must, again, Kamar, you could, you, could, you could probably crank open the fucking tube they put the gas in and siphon it oh, out. Oh, like oh they'd figure, yeah. they'd figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like they were talking in this about the people going through the oil in China, uh, the sewer, it's disgusting. water, yeah, and that's separate disgusting. from the oil. Or ingenious. No, not if you're not eating, not ingenious. to cook in. It's if you're using that oil to power a car, grotesque. I'd be like genius. And if you're using it to cook. And that's an over-regulated China. Like, I can't even no, handle that we're fucking drinking the same water we shower with. Well, you've been doing it your whole life, and you're fine. Can I just say real... <laughs> I just want to say this real quick. I'm sorry to change the subject and cut this off. My mom just texted me. They're in London, and they are currently outside about to go in to see Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. No way. Yeah, London, England, yeah. Wow. My mom, my grandmother, my stepdad, and my aunt. You're just, just, the, just wasted. You're just happy for them. I'm just happy for them, yeah. Just wasted. No, they don't drink. None of them no, drink. No, I'm saying, like, are they even Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle fans? Yeah, my mom's wanted to see Chappelle for a long time. Really, yeah. eh? My grandmother's seen a lot of comedy, too. She's excited. That Either way, sounds... I'm so happy for them. At the O2, dude, that'd be fucking bananas. That sounds amazing. That'd be story. fucking bananas. That's You could retire after that. Well, they are. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a great experience, and I don't have to do anything anymore. Well, think about it. This is crazy. My parents, they just saw Louie. They're seeing Chris Rock and Chappelle today, and then I'm taking them to Tom Segura in October. So they, That's so cool that your mom likes comedy like that. Yeah. Well, who doesn't like to laugh? I mean, some people don't want to see risque comedy. I think you know? Joe said he likes Andrew Tate. He did. That was weird. Also, Joe. So I like Andrew Tate, too, for the record. Well, you know what? Someone hit me up. I have no problem. I think he's, I don't think he's a good person, I but I have I no problem. I'm not supportive of him, but I don't hate him. So someone hit me up and, and was like, one of Andrew Tate's most more famous quotes is, uh, it was something along the lines of like, if a woman doesn't do as you say, you should choke her out. But I, I, I haven't heard that. Like, I think that should be more places if that's true. And for the context of it, like, he might've been joking. I mean, this is the problem though. Hold on. Hear me out. Not I, a funny joke. I'm with you if he's joking, but the problem with Andrew Tate is like, I don't think it's like a Nathan Fielder type thing where, you know, he he blurs that line sometimes. But I you're think so. But you're pretty. You're you're almost a hundred percent that it's a joke. Whereas Andrew Tate, it doesn't really seem like a joke. Most but the, of the biggest time. thing people are saying is the fear that this guy is going to influence all these kids to become all these assholes. And I just think there's other influences, just like music. Yeah, rap music and, is no uh, good. Movies and and whatever. Like it, it's, it's the same old thing. I don't know why all of a sudden, and if your kid comes to you and tells you, and you take to everything, have a conversation with him. And get to the, like, that's, it just seems a weird thing. I mean, listen. He's replatformed on Rumble, as they were talking at the end of this, too, about where to go. If we're on the, if we're on the topic, like, he, uh, you know, rap music is rife with misogyny. 
and violence. Yeah. So if really your problem is like he said, you should choke a woman out if she doesn't agree. Like you guys should probably pull up some rap lyrics that are readily available on Spotify. Just listen to any Eminem song and you'll pretty much. Uh, well, that's not true, but a lot of them. Dude, go. If you really want to go listen to Necro. Go listen to any Necro song. And, Pick and one. It is the same old thing. Like if you, nobody should be getting canceled. You ban them. They get stronger. He's a dork, though. Come yeah, on. You can disagree with them. Yeah, listen, I don't like No, the no, guy. no. Forget disagreeing with him. Just his whole kind of But he's what is he like 30 something? Is he? I don't yeah. I have no idea. Here's oh the problem. Oh my god, do you know how old the uh prince of Saudi Arabia, is, the richest man in the world is? Like 22. 36. Oh. Still like <laughs> I don't imagine being young and rich. He's going to get worse. Um my whole thing with Andrew Tate is like I don't mind the whole alpha male like, be accountable. Like, hear me. Hold on. I don't mind that. It's just that he throws in the weird, like, overly misogynistic shit, which I find just, like, you can have your message of, like, be a strong man, take accountability. I think everyone can get behind that. But then when you're like, you should also beat up your wife. It's like, well, I mean, nope. you had me up to there. It's like. See, Simon there, he's doing it again. I was talking. If. <laughs> <laughs> Watch if, for it. <laughs> if he was just some guy who didn't do anything, it'd be that. different. But the fact that he's a championship kickboxer. Yeah, like we, the, those people who have the specialty to succeed, and if there's problems, like he got vindicated by the he was choking out that girl in the sex tape, or whatever. And she's like, "Well, I'm into that. We'd like yeah. to do that." So, if he's violent against women, hopefully they press charges and he gets. Uh, no, but I, I don't think he's. Listen, I, I've never said he's violent against women. I'm just saying if you do have a younger audience, it I do find it troublesome. I'm not saying take him down. I've said that multiple times. I, you do have to admit that it is troublesome if you have a younger audience. He should definitely be age-restricted. I mean, and, I don't think, and by not swearing, he avoids that. But hear me out. Forget the age restriction. Like, even a 20-year-old guy, you know, could listen to Andrew Tate and have that. And you're forgetting, too, a lot of those dudes are in that sort of UFC, like, think about the fucking guy Joe had on that killed his girlfriend, War Machine. Like, there's a lot of those dudes out there. Probably a lot more than we would give credit for. And I'm just saying, again, I, I said it two weeks running. I don't think Andrew Tate should be taken down. I, I just don't think it helps. I don't think a lot of his messages are like super positive. But again, I think that alpha male sort of do your, be accountable and do your own thing. I'm for that message. It's like a weird cross of uh, Tim Dillon and uh, um, David Goggins. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. um, he shouldn't be taken down. The fact that guys like him are popular don't give me a lot of hope for, a lot of or, well, the know, future of humanity, you know. That's a good point. I was wondering what his kids like. It was just the weird interaction because he's not like, well, I'll have him on here or anything like that. But he's like, my kids, we talk about it because of TikTok. So he has an understanding. He has way. kids? No, Joe, Joe was saying his kids. You know what, though, Simon? When I also think about it, like, there's plenty of people. You do it. I do it. Kamar does it. There's plenty of people where most of their message you agree with. And it can like help you in life. And then they say the occasional thing where you're like, I don't like that. And I'll just put, you know, I'll parse that out to the side. And especially in this day and age, it's tough for you to be like, I agree with hundred percent of what this person says. So if you're an Andrew Tate fan and you're like, he's made me more accountable and I work out and, you know, sort of like listening to Joe to me, Andrew Tate is more just like an aggressive. I seem like misogynistic a misogynistic Joe. Uh, I think the uh, overall message, yeah. if you're not paying too much attention, is probably not a good one. You know what I mean? Like if That's you're not like it's listening one to the, the intricacies of it, you're gonna get 
just this kind of, you know, uh, don't be nice to certain people. But to me, and like, is that a great message? I don't know. I don't know. Did you, you've never watched them? No, I've only seen clips of them. Yeah. On the... I mean, I'll say this. As someone who's been, you guys will probably disagree, but I've been pretty nice my whole life, and it's gotten me nowhere. If I if I had any if I had any advice to young people, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't be it wouldn't be beat up women or be misogynistic, but it would be like nice guys usually do finish last. My what do my buddies say? Nice guys finish themselves. <laughs> um, ah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, I just like I'm not saying be a total dick, but be, I think be more aggressive, assertive, and boundaries. sometimes I think sometimes being a dick will get you more than being nice will. Are you talking about picking up girls? No, I'm talking about life in general, whether it's a job. I disagree. But that's okay. broad. That's part of life. I mean, you're mm-hmm. listen, you're more more than welcome to disagree. I just I think that I also have seen people in my life, Simon, who are like not the nicest people and they've gotten ahead. With people who are afraid to say no. It's not only if it yeah different interesting dynamics, people who come Against each other, and the, that dominant personality just wins. Look, the there, you could be at a concert, right? Yeah. And the person in the front row stands up mm-hmm. because they're they want to have a better view. Uh huh. And then everybody behind them uh-huh. has to stand up I just like to adapt. I get it. And I, I'm eye. not making this up. I heard it the other or this morning or whatever. But it's it's so perfect, right? Like that person did the wrong thing. And everybody else has to adjust. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be okay in the end, but they didn't have to do that. Had they just thought about what it would be like to have somebody stand up in front of them, they never would have done it in the first. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like, if if you're trying to just be aggressive all the time, you're going to lose track of the fact that like, that's not at all how you would want somebody to treat you. How about this? Instead of the, uh, let's, let's, let's remove aggression from it. I think it's more, um, I've constantly like been very weary of people around me and how they feel and how like like for example if I'm the guy at that concert I can't quite enjoy the concert because I'm worried about like oh am I blocking someone's view am I the guy at the front who stood up for the better view he doesn't give a shit he's just I'm I paid for my ticket and I'm trying to enjoy this yeah, concert totally and there's a there's a small part of me that's like I don't know fuck it that's probably how you should live your life like it's I, cool I, when you see it in real time at hockey games what do you mean someone's like someone goes on a breakaway and you'll see that end of the stands like everyone stands up yeah like like reverse dominoes almost but really like break that down you wouldn't you rather live in a world where you weren't having to stand up to see the stage that everybody could just sit yeah utopia utopia doesn't exist well it's not really even you and dance look it's not utopia man that's just be be fucking uh, as nice as you want to be treated. And it's so simple. Like that really is the fact that we can't get that part right is pretty fucking strange. My point though, Simon is like, I, so I, there's a book sitting right there. What is it? It's uh F you very much. And it's all about how this guy had one interaction with a hot dog vendor in England and it ruined two weeks of his life. And he goes into this whole, thing about how like one bad interaction can ruin your week and all i'm saying is like you could hold the door open for 10 people and then no the next guy doesn't hold it open for you and that will ruin your week 
the fact that you did the right thing and someone didn't. Not I'm, getting a wave I back mean, when you let someone Okay, in. listen. See? That's the worst. <laughs> you might as well fucking piss in my mouth. But I forgot it after two minutes. Yeah. But like, yeah. It doesn't stick did with me you? for days where you're I'm still, like, that motherfucker talking. didn't wave back to me when I let him in. That's crazy. That's different, though. That's just a simple wave. I'm just saying it could be something more than that. Like, the, it, it truly, we... We do hold grudges and stuff. I don't know. Forget it. Who cares? No, I listen. I mean, listen, I Simon. To- I totally hear what you're saying, but like being nice to somebody shouldn't cause you any grief at all. But you think Andrew Tate should be banned? You just don't agree with what he's saying. I don't think anybody yeah. should be banned, but I find it That's gross so that-, that people want to, like young men want to listen to him like that. Well, the, the, the girls will let them know what they can and can't get away with. The problem Again, though is... You're- so yeah, it's true. No, I was gonna say the problem we've we've said this before is like just because someone has numbers doesn't mean people are watching for whatever reason we might put on it. Like let's say Andrew Tate has a million followers. Three quarters of those people could just be there for the dumpster fire. You know what I mean? Three quarters of those people could be like, I don't think anything this guy yeah. says is has any value. But we just look at it as this guy's a million followers. Like there's a problem with the world. And I'm just saying it's not We assume uh, uh someone who talks like this is gonna have this effect, and we just don't know. Um I mean, we do and we don't, though, because, like, Gavin McInnes started Proud Boys as a joke. What else it, was it that you said came from here? Proud Boys and... Vice. Vice. You said the contributions to Ottawa mm. and Tom Cruise. Well, Tom, he lived Tom here. Tom Green. But, are, like, are the Proud Boys committing all these crimes, or are they a projected threat to American democracy? Well, hold on. I'm sure... Listen, let's... You gotta... I'm sure there are people in Proud Boys that are criminals. Right now, whether well, they're people in society or criminals. I get it, but that's what I was going to say is just He's because they're part, just because they're part of proud I don't boys. Want to defend it. What I was thinking about is um, with men treating women. People were talking about. Do you see Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with his girlfriend because she was twenty five? Yeah, he does that every three Did years. Did he say that I'm breaking up with her because she's twenty five? I uh, I don't I don't talk to Leo myself. It's actually on his letterhead. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Because if it's if he didn't say that, then shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? No, like, but it's cares? like every single girlfriend he breaks Simon. Up there's with. a chart. He's broken up with every girlfriend he's had when they hit 25. But some people say he's a dick, and I say he's a nice guy because they're now 25, their brains fully formed, and they're still in their prime, and he's given them time. You know, if you date a girl, <laughs> go who's free. 32, no, that's really gross. It, it, like, if yeah. he's dating if a girl till he's true. thirty-two and then breaking up with them, that's the, the best years of their life are gone. Exactly, he, and he gives them the best years of life. I'm sure dating Leo isn't eating at McDonald's. No, but it just means that he only wants to be with these girls who, like you said, haven't fully formed their brains yet. Oh, I didn't think about that on the so other So they're end, impressionable yeah. and he can like but, warp them and make them do what But they're shit. in that impressionable time of life where they're, they're, it's the best. <coughs> you get to fuck the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah, I don't want that. I'm a 21-year-old hot girl. Like it's it's a win-win for everyone. I thir- I think it was Tom Segura said he met him and um Every time I, I start. Okay. <laughs> I have to be able to scratch my eyes, Absolutely. man. Like that's a thing. It's fine. Um, Tom Segura said he met Tom Cruise and like they were introduced and I guess, no, sorry, not Tom Cruise, Leonardo DiCaprio and Leo's like stock line is so diplomatic and dicky. He's just like, I'm aware of your work. Aware of your work. Not, I love your yeah, work. Just wow. I'm aware, <laughs> but he said, but Tom Segura said, he was like, there was something about the response that was like so perfectly in the middle. Like I'm aware you exist. I know that you are, you know, on this level. 
I'm aware of you. You're on my radar. Yeah, I'm not saying anything good or bad about you because I probably haven't seen I know your you action. I know yeah. you exist, yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. I'm aware of I'm your aware work. of your work. Yeah, I'm going to start saying that to people when someone's Boom. like, hey, I'm Tim. I'm aware Time of your seven. work. Hey, Simon, this is your Uncle Charles. I'm aware of your work. Did you guys know Joe is vaping? Yeah, he told us a while ago. Really? I mean, listen, he's not really vaping. He's vaping tobacco. Yeah. But if he was on the show vaping, that would be like... Well, he's he vapes sometimes. He doesn't. He, he <laughs> took some of Brendan's chew. Oh, disgusting. Made him sick. Eddie didn't bother him at all. Can Brendan pack more of those fucking things? He's his mouth is already like sw- he put his he's got like twelve of them in it, there. He may not have a speech impediment, dude. It I love just it, might, it. Might just be pa- tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. I love when Eddie stops the show and goes, "Are you saying Bapa?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking incredible. What are you saying to him? Yeah, Eddie. Eddie was the perfect Yoda in the corner. Um. I also got- found a funny story real quick. Did you notice you didn't watch it, did you? I watched the first hour of it. I, I realize they're so not set up for it because they can't watch it on the other TV. Why can't they? Because you can't show the UFC is copywritten. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. you can't have yes, it on the back yes, TV. They yes, had to set yes, up another yes, TV. Yes, and they had so a bunch of they, they pull it up Jamie stuff. So the pull it up Jamie stuff, he can pull up on that. But, but they, they have still to wouldn't have, show it. Well, some of it's copywritten again. Yeah. Right? But this is against the UFC, not YouTube. This is the weirdest thing. Joe, you are a fucking, you are like the most high standing member of the UFC. There's no way you couldn't get them to sign off saying like, you have permission to use. If Dave Mustaine's on the show and he wants to play a Megadeth song, that's weird. Not well, if on he Spotify. Had Brandon, if it's on YouTube. Not if he had Brandon Schaub on. There's no way that fucking. Oh, I guess maybe. Do no, no. Because even then, actually, it's the ESPN that has to sign off on it. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with the UFC now that I think about petty? it. Or do what? we just know, not know anything about business in this house? Got to be. Done. It's not petty. It's it's literally ESPN protecting their advertising rights, saying we can't have fifty thousand views go over there. We have to have them stay here for our advertising. And also, do they want like Brian Callen on there? I don't know. Is that who these big companies <coughs> well, want to hitch their wagons? It was. It wasn't a pay per view. I know it was on cable. So wouldn't it be like we don't want you watching? Uh, somewhere else, the same ads we have paying us. It's like a double dip. No, because they would never show the ads. That's the other thing. Joe on his end, because Joe has advertisers. Now you're talking. But if Joe agreed to show the ads, then that might be viable. What I'm saying, those business, again, is a big spider web. Hey, I don't know anything. Like, even when we get ads, sometimes they'll say, so-and-so has offered you an ad, but you can't do it if you've done an ad with X, Y, or Z in the last six months. So petty. Which is always funny because they should fucking I always know say to them, I'm because like, they got the fucking ad no, for no. us. I always say, I'm like, isn't this your job? Have I done th- anything with X, Y, or Z? You should know. 30%. 30%. So that's where um, Eddie and Brian connected because they just don't care about cars. Yeah. And they just told it back out. And Brian would say something and get smacked by, verbally smacked by Brendan. So enough. He was a, a, a sicky getting hit. What's crazy though is I couldn't tell if Eddie was, I guess. Thinking in retrospect, he probably was being really sarcastic, but I, was he was he serious when he was like, wait a minute, does that mean they could just like stop your electric car? Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he might have been goading it. Okay. Like, what else are we okay. talking about here? A bit, but maybe. Kill switch. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, but it just felt like he had never, because like usually he's like, look into it. It was what felt odd that he yes, was like, yes, you yes. think they could just kill your electric car on well, the road? I think, imagine, he was baiting, I think he was trying to bait. Well, that's yeah, what I was that's asking. That's what, that's, yeah. what, what did I say? Go ahead, whatever. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Because um, he, he brought up that thing about who killed the electric car. Mm. 
and the oil industry did. Yes. And why didn't the oil industry kill it this time? And what 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 was different? Now they have their fingers in enough of it? Well, no. Now this fucking new green energy, it's like that's where the money is going. Governments have to be behind it. So had governments no, been but, green? They were green back then. No, but you're wrong because think about it. They like Tesla makes money through their green tax credits. We know that because they barely sell any cars. But I don't necessarily know. Like Tesla was making cars, electric cars, way before any of the other companies jumped in. They all just put dipped their tone in the last couple of years, right? Sorry, what I'm I'm misunderstanding. Tesla started making electric cars before there was this huge green initiative. Am I wrong? And it was only the other car companies that decided, hey, we're gonna start. Uh, oh shit. Um, this guy hates me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when Tesla started making cars or when this new green initiative started, but I think all everybody now sees that the future is going to be electric cars. Like, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't crush it again. Kamar probably because they've all just transferred into making money on electric cars. Brett was saying the future of electric cars is definitely in the military and um, and oh no, he's talking about autonomous. Maybe they weren't ready before, like they weren't ready to roll out their own shit. So this is how long they had to delay it for. I mean, we already know that like right now the battery technology isn't really good enough. Like for a real for to have a real electric car economy, they need to be able to travel whatever two full tanks of gas could get you. Why two full? Because you, you can fill up anywhere. It's way easier to fill up with the gas. No, I'm just saying, first of all, you would want you in a perfect world, you would want your electric car to be able to travel further than your gas car, right? On a full charge. That's really where we should be getting to that. That's where it's at right now. No, right now you can get like 600 kilometers on a full charge. You can't get 600 kilometers on a tank of gas. Well, I could get like 500 kilometers on mine. So probably. it's par. Which I'm saying is fine, but again, if you can fill up your tank in 30 seconds, you can't really be charging yeah, your car for time. two hours, right? That's a fucking... Way more than two hours. That's, I think. I'm being generous. I think it's like nine hours. I'm being very generous. I'm just saying, even if, let's say they got it to one hour, you at one hour charge, you need that car to be able to go, I said two two full tanks, probably three, right? What would be amazing, but would probably kill everyone, is if they ha- could have some sort of system where like the cars are powered almost by Wi-Fi. So as long as it's near this uh, system, it will be powered like... The problem is Wi-Fi doesn't power anything. It's just a signal, right? I guess so. I mean, isn't that all electricity is? Yeah, but it's the current travels like through something. That, it doesn't you, travel through the sky. As long as you're near the, the <clears throat> home system, there's just a field mm. of energy. No, I, I, I feel like I'm with you, Kamar. If they're connecting that way, then it can't be too much for them just to add a little power into mm-hmm. the mix. Well, no, Kamar, you know those things you can put your phone on? Like yeah. flat chargers. chargers. You just have one of like a giant one of those in the in the garage that you drive the car onto. Why don't so, you just make the roads out of those things? No, because the thing, well, because that can't, thing can't that work and charge brilliant. at the same time. Why not? Well, no, but if it's a hybrid, you have it so that yes, that's the brilliance, right? But then you're you're never gonna get totally green, right? You're always gonna have gas in the mix. No, because you would have it. It's hybrid electric in the sense that it's powered by electricity, and when you're cruising, the cruising power repowers the battery. That's the idea. Charge as well, it's working. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the idea of these hybrid cars right now, right? Except it's your gas that's powering the car. Not all of them. That's, that's what I'm saying. The axles that's charging the battery. Yeah, I get it. But if you're you're just using right. electricity to power right. the same axle, what's yeah. the difference? I don't know. Why do you need gas at all? Well, well, we're going through that. I mean, right now, like you could, you know, you can barely make it Ottawa to Toronto on a full charge. Well, but if you're charging while you're driving. I think You'll the other never big need a charging station. You just go forever. The other that's true. The other big problem, Kamar, is like if right now, if if your car runs out of gas in the middle of the highway, you can walk ten kilometers and get a gas can and fill your car you can't up. Bring a battery back to your car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, and that's why gas is superior. Do you do you imagine in your life you'll own an electric car? Yes. Uh, no, I'm a bum. You, you see, like, what you may not have a Tesla tomorrow, but in 10 years by now, they'll be so cheap, you'll get something. Hold on. Assuming that we all live a full life, the answer is, of course, yes. Yes. Like, but, you own an electric scooter. You're halfway there. And, and that's a quarter way there. <laughs> two <laughs> so, wheels. Dude, two wheels and a battery. That's halfway. But I was saying, like, I can't, if I had a, a kilometer long um, extension cord, I can't plug it into the, you know what I mean? Like, like, a, lo- like a lawnmower? Yeah. You just yeah, exactly. got a cord dragging behind charge. you through traffic? Yeah. <laughs> Truck runs over it. That might be a funny skit. Uh, La La for Tulsi. It's just, it's just so weird she's not in the conversation. Like, So here's, here's my problem. Do you know where Tulsi went to school? Uh, no. At the Klaus Schwab School of that's Finance. Right. She went to that same place. So, like, isn't doesn't she automatically become suspect? She didn't go or to school there. Everyone, she went to their meetings or whatever. Isn't everyone suspect? No, I think they have like a court, not school, but like they go when they're at school. You know what I'm saying? No, but I Did like it. Did that make sense? No, it didn't. It didn't? It's a school they go where they're at school. No, so she was like, let's say, in university or whatever. Sure. And while she was there, yeah. they. Klaus Schwab's New World Order School mm-hmm. recruits like the people they want to be part of their program. Okay, she was brought over to have meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't call that school, but it's school. You know, you're learning to. Did they bring her over for diversity? To Klaus Schwab's bidding. Uh, no, it's the what? It was a joke. Oh, diversity because they bring woman? her over. Yeah. And and Hawaiian ticks two boxes, right? Mm. I love you. A woman of color. But are, is it all the world leaders corrupt like that? Like, is the world economic? There's no one who's not a part of that. Right? Donald J. Trump. Trump. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, well, no, I'm saying it. Do you guys ever watch Law and Order? Part of, that. of course. Law and Order. You know when they put the case together? In the criminal justice system. And they got to get the warrant. And they got to show the evidence that they have. Like, I mean, I know it's a TV show, but it's sort of real life. Shouldn't they, if they were going to bust into Trump's place like that with the FBI... Know that we, like we could have him in cuffs two days later if we do this. He's rich. You don't put rich what, people in cuffs. What, that never. What happens. do you mean? Like if if I was going to make such a big spectacle, I would be to arrest him. Like I would if I was just gathering more information. You, you didn't have to do it this way that everyone knew about it. Okay, wait. Just hold on one sec. Hold on. To wait. get to get the warrant, they have to convince a judge. Yeah. That they think whatever. In this case, he has files. They're going to be in his house. Yeah. They do the raid. Yeah. There are no files. 
They can't arrest him. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, he hoodwinked him. I did not know that part. I thought they found the files. What do you mean? They had tons. They found tons of confidential files. What are you talking about? Did they? I don't know. Yeah, a shitload. I don't don't know. I thought they found the files. Anyways, it just seems like. My question is this, though, is like, there's always press at Mar-a-Lago. So how does the FBI execute a war a search warrant without the press knowing well no I, in my head i just think i think donald trump was the person <laughs> told him well that makes that rated. probably makes the most sense That's too yeah the news i just figured if it, you would assume if the fbi bust in here and arrest us all we're gonna be in jail soon or something yeah but we're broke i don't know you're forgetting too that there but it, there's but it, it was just he's an, going to court it was just an optic attack I don't, no, he's I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they were this. ever going to put him in jail. Yeah. I think it was like. Yeah, but exactly. why he's going to court right now? If he loses well, this case, the, this is what. I, like they weren't going to lock him up in a slammer right that yeah. night. Is what I'm. Do you guys saying. think that's possible? What that he that, goes to like, jail? He can be banging in a tin cup. No, the they, just sure, no they just want to make sure. they just want to make sure he know. can't run again. I was trying to That's make America it is. great. It's, it's all just this is, this it's just is all so that he has some. He's so they can get toxic, him with something. They, no one wants to vote for him, even though since ground by the pussy to now, like he seems to be. They're so resilient. stupid. I know. It's like, guys, why give this guy more press? Like you tried to cancel him. Well, I think you tried the, to get sorry. him off Twitter. Because let's be serious. After what we know about Alex Berenson, look there it is again. After what we know about Alex Berenson, <laughs> um. The White House probably, someone probably called Twitter and we're like, get this guy off after January 6th. There right? are relationships. Well, there must be. Unless I'm wrong. Speaking of relationships. They- I just think that Trump, sorry, Kamara. I think that Trump, um, they just don't want him anywhere near this next election. The Democrats don't. Yeah, they're afraid that he'll win. Yeah, the Republicans might not either. go into fucking... Four years of God knows what. I don't. Uh, Kamara could be the Republicans too. Do you his guys own think party. It was never his party. He never like. It's so weird. It's well, so no, weird no, no, how. But he's, am I wrong? He's so much bigger now. The than Republicans want to win. They don't give a fuck who. I get it, but that's the only reason they went with Trump is because they were like, if we want a chance of winning, we got to go with this guy. No, but otherwise, of course. and this time too, if they will have a chance of winning, they have to. Do you go think with Trump. Biden will run again? He'll run as like a hologram. And if he won again, if he ran again and won again, you'd have to think there was some sort of fixing. If Dude, Trump- after that fucking um, Death Star press conference the other day, that was weird, eh? It was super weird. Even worse, I don't know if you guys saw this clip. He, <laughs> the other day during a press conference, he was like, "I know that American families are feeling the pinch." And then there's a pause, and he goes, "I can." taste it and dude i was like what a weird you can what you can take the way he said it too was so gross i was like what an odd choice of words what a gross old man he's a weird guy for sure i mean he'll run again if trump runs again i think what a shit storm that's gonna be but speaking of that they were talking about religion can have no decision making on policy yeah see this is where joe is really coming around it's just it's just a fundamental thing. It sounds egregious and discriminatory. It doesn't. It's in the Constitution. You separate the church so and the state. To, what do you mean? That? It doesn't at all. I think everybody kind of has agreed on that. No, no. But, the church but controls separate church and state. It's but, been but, said but for a the, long the, time. The, 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 they don't pay taxes. They do have lobbyists. They 
the, it uh, says in God we trust on their money. The Roe v. Wade, I think, was the example that they brought up. Well, and again, they also then immediately were like, we might repeal uh, gay marriage as well, which is obviously... Has some sort of religion, uh, like, otherwise no one would care, and that's... It's just... I don't think there's a problem in, like, out. acknowledging that there's some higher power. Nope. Like, in God there, we there, trust there, in our money? Who there's cares? not. On their money? Who cares? But you there know? is you a problem said, enforcing... separate church and state. No, I... I... <laughs> the state prints the money. It has nothing yeah, to do... fine. Yeah, you're right. They should have just not put God on there. They should have said, in the universe, we trust. What they should say is, don't trust this greenback we're giving you. It's going to be worth nothing. Nothing? Okay. Well, cool. nobody would have taken that money. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It should say this has value. Yeah. This will trust always yeah. retain trust, value. Trust me. Pay us $1.50 for this dollar. Yeah. They were so not into this fight special, they started talking pride for about a half an hour. And it was exciting. It, 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 it's like when we talk about wrestling or anything else. Just all. Have you seen all those fights? Yeah. In uh, When they, they can kick in the face. Yeah, when the soccer down. kicks are brutal. And when the first couple of times you see it, you're like, yeah, well, like what's so, so yeah. stopping him? Like he's, and then you like they're really left to um, those uh, those kicks they were talking about are crazy, eh? Where he kicks him and then kicks him. Yeah, you you didn't watch it, I guess, but uh, they pulled it up. I love that it's called Pride because it always gives me a visual of like like two buff dudes just beating the yes, shit out of each other yes, at yes. like Pride like Week or something. It is the worst name for a professional fighting league now that there's yeah, Pride Month That's and what stuff, I'm saying. Like, it, losers it gay. already looks like what they're doing is a totally gay act. <laughs> well, if they're so, grappling, yeah. 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 No, no, you're right on about that. That's a great bit. That's why when like he breaks his arm and he's still fighting, it's like, I'm not gay. <laughs> nope, nope. He's telling the ref, he's like, dude, I broke his Even arm. He's like, yeah, he says, he says he's not gay. Like, yeah. Even their symbol it's, and it's stuff. Uh, now that I think, yeah, it's about a fist. It, it's, it's a fist. Like, <laughs> it's a fist. It's a lightning fist. Artie, in the ass. Artie Lang, which they shed in the next episode, has the best joke when he says, uh, "UFC looks like it's two gay guys having sex, and then one guy realizing he's not gay." <laughs> <laughs> Matt, even their fucking logo is like the gayest thing. Ever. I told you, it's a hand jerking it's off a of a lightning bolt, just holding a giant hog. Like, what if it is? On. What if we don't know? But the whole underbelly of the fight world is totally just gay sex, and like it's the best. Dude, you know, two yakuza are gonna show gyms. up here next week and just beat the shit out yeah. of us. Yeah. No, How crazy true. is it? Sports that are divided by decided by two tenths of a second. Oh, it's amazing. It, it's like failure. Like it's. it's why do we care? Can you imagine training four years what, and being like, I came fifth. What did you lose by? Uh, an eighth of a second. What good is that? I beat you by two seconds. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just silly. It's just silly, but we just care about the best. It's true. I don't think I'd want to be part of a sport where I could lose by like 0.2 of a millisecond or whatever. I would just be like this. There Games where there's a score like tennis or anything like that. It's just more... Interesting than down to the wire. Yeah, but you love Olympics. So that's a weird flex because almost all of those sports are Olympic yeah, sports. Correct? I like watching those sports kind of one time a year. I love the Olympics. <laughs> Once every four I years. Love the, I love the Olympics. I don't love the sports. <laughs> okay, I, fair it, enough. It, it's a nostalgia thing. Like all my life, I always watch Olympics. Like I feel like okay. the world is normal. The Olympics are on. I'm watching it. Well, and nothing is better than cheering for your country. You know, that really is. And like, seeing an underdog country win, that's great too. You guys excited for the World Cup? Yeah, that, that, it's gonna be a pleasant surprise that it held up. We were just talking about it yesterday. It should have been long, long over by now. 
What are you? What? The it's World usually Cup in the summer. In the summer, mm. but it would have been Qatar. Yeah, where the, the Qatar, where Qatar. they have all the it's money catered? in the world. Cater, yeah. They have all the money in the world, and they apparently have to care the most about global warming. Because on a, on a normal day, it's like 110 degrees there. You know, they talked about it in this episode. They can seed clouds now to make it rain. Yeah, that's but crazy. someone's saying that's the water is always the same, right? Remember? Well, that's mm-hmm. what we say. We don't go, know Go this. on. And so you, that is like cars driving. What do you mean the water is always the same? He says Why there's do always you think the same that? amount well, of water. There's a drought in Arizona. There's a flood in Pakistan. Have you seen the floods of, floods of Pakistan? Like, You're telling me that the amount of water always just balances out in the we, fucking... We came to this as an agreement. In the world? Yeah. No, you... No, I don't <laughs> okay, think that's enough. how... Maybe I didn't have consensus. I don't but. think that's how it works, my friend. The point being, if that is how it works, then clouds, <laughs> then cloud seeding would be disrupting yeah. the natural you're way really, water goes. You're really playing God there. Well, like I just said, when you water your lawn, where does the water go? Does it just disappear? Goes into the ground and we would use it again. <laughs> so in a drought, don't water your lawn. So hold on. It goes into the ground. Yep. And then just. In your uh, in your whole simulation here, how what happens? Goes back into some sort of water table and and back into the system of water in that area. Okay, okay. I I want to know how the whole thing works. Like, so there's water down here. There's water coming from the rain. Where is no, here? what he's saying is like any water that is from rain. Yeah, is evaporated water from the earth or from a water source. This is what I'm asking. So this water <laughs> shelf you speak of, how does that get back up into the evaporation? It seeps through the ground into running water. It's evaporating out of yeah, from like a river, a lake, into clouds, just, into clouds, yeah. which then rain. Right, cumulus clouds, then rain the water back down. So it's sucking up. The water, pretty much, and then just spitting it and back as, down. I've always this said is what it, he's saying. It's no, sucking I'm up. No, asking. E- yes, his in his in his hypothesis, there's always the same amount of water on Earth. The water that rains down on us is the same amount that is evaporated up into clouds. Except, if I'm correct, except for oh, I'm not. If the human body's seventy percent water at any given time, we as a the species and all animals are carrying a bunch of water. Um, that's groundwater. Then there's water in the ground. And then there's the oceans and rivers. So we're all just basically above ground pools? We are little ground pools. Hmm. Why don't we like just emit the water inside us up the it, same way if the ev- ground it, does? We do. You piss in the toilet. If everyone dies, remember the toilet water goes back to your drinking water? If everyone dies, the ocean... <laughs> I mean, by that logic, he's right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I know. But we don't know that he's right, so but I'm not going to say it. If everyone died at the exact same time, the ocean would rise like two inches. So that's why we've got to stay alive. Okay. You see? All that there, water back in the system. It. You ruined it. Isn't it weird that Lake Huron has a tide and waves? Is that weird? Didn't you think it was an ocean thing? Well, isn't it the size of an ocean that makes it a thing? Waves that's are what a makes salt waves. thing, isn't it? Okay. Waves get, are a salt thing? We got to get back to the, what they were talking Is about. Is that what you said? Yeah, about. wind and salt. Yeah. Really interesting. 
I could be wrong. I'm often wrong. Let's keep that. In I th- mind. I thought that tides affected a no. body of water. I will not. I will not look yes, it up. Tides, if it was big enough. Yes, Kamar. it's the moon. I didn't know it had anything to do with like salt or anything like that. But maybe salt plays a role. I, I am believing. I don't believe it, but that's the explanation that a large enough body of water will have a tide and will have waves. Like our Great Lakes mm-hmm. are very big. You know what? They're not even ours. Um, well, there you go. Touch one, America one of them is ours for sure. Yes, Lake Ontario. This says it's mostly driven by wind. So a lake big enough okay, with enough so wind so would always no, have waves. There's nothing to do with But tides. wait, hold on. Tide and waves are two different things. Yes. Yeah. Waves, like you just found out, are caused by wind. Tides are caused by the moon. But on Lake Huron, apparently... The water shifts one way, and so it pulls back. So your shore is further away for a couple hours. You understand? Yes, what I understand is? what the fucking tide is. And I guess if in, <laughs> if you're on the other side, the water's higher, and then it comes back. I don't. I. I there was a news report of these crazy. It, waves. Is that how that works? I do not know. There was a crazy news report about Sable uh, Beach is in Lake Huron and these huge waves. Like and if I, it's. I was like, I if it's receding think... over there, I mean, theoretically, it has to go somewhere, right? I so... don't know how lakes could have but waves. But it's just moving. It's but moving it's wind, all the time. It's everything. not getting more and less somewhere else because it's always know. in motion. The, uh... I don't know, man. I'm not smart enough for this shit, Kamara. Oh. I don't even like... I'm not sure I understand how anything works, frankly. Electricity. The, the longer you live, the less you know. Telephones. They talked about the simulation. Of course, we always hate that sort of talk, except for Matt, who's a big fan of simulation. And it, it's never that it has to exist in a million, million, million universes. If you believe in the simulation, we're living in it. That's the well. The, the way the technology that we are so close to cracking for you not to know the difference somewhere, somewhere, somewhere has cracked that, and they're in a simulation or whatever. That's a fact, I think you can say. Someone has constructed a simulation. Yeah, probably somewhere in the universe. And it has nothing to do with us. Why does it have nothing to do or with us? Or it has everything to do with us. Maybe it is us. Eddie thought it'd be a good idea to clone actors. Is that morbid? What do you hold on one second? What do you think about that logic though? Like if we if you believe that one day we will make a simulation that is you will never know the difference, just like the Matrix oh, on the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> by that logic, why on earth would we be the first to make this happen, right? That's Elon's the, contention, yeah. Right. What do you actually think about that, though? What logic? I told you, it makes the most sense. Uh, no, I mean, Occam's razor mm-hmm. would would be that we it's happening right now for the first time that's the easiest to explain anything else you kind of have to like do some math and extrapolate and right so the easiest answer is yes of course there will one day be a simulation that we cannot tell we are in the midst of it happening right now yes and no it's a weird <clears throat> it's weird it's convenient yes i agree with you i agree with what you're saying in principle that is the easiest explanation but the problem is, is that where we sit right now, um, where we sit right now specifically, um, 
just states differently. Because again, the fur- <laughs> he's holding his- again the further we go, Simon, knowing what we like, seeing Pong to what we have now, you just need to extrapolate further. Now, again, if you want, I think you guys are agreeing there. If but there's like the Kurzweil Weiler thing too, where we run out of technological advancement, right? Uh, I was just gonna say that. Uh, just I don't know the, about this Kurzweil thing, but. Like we assume that our technology will always increase by whatever that equation is, you know, Mm -hmm. but maybe at some point you just like without the X factor, we will just reach a proverbial wall, you know? But I mean, think, okay. <laughs> Supposedly, the, the wall is the microprocessor when it can just get so small that the quant- we're waiting for the quantum computers to make processors that are smaller than an atom. Like that, that's the, you can't get past that. And Adam, I mean, just think about it like the wall. think about it like this, Simon. Let's say you, <laughs> let's say you have a supercomputer, like one of the most the most powerful computer we've ever known, um, and it has AI, and the AI can generate a universe. So much like our universe, there's a big bang, and then it just starts growing outward infinitely. You lost me a big bang. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, but it, we could be in that in the sense that like someone. I just think we look at it, I don't know, it's tough to explain. We look at it too simply where like, yeah, of course I'm living a life because it feels like a life. And I mean, we, I don't know. We don't know. When you play a video game, you don't know. Like, again, it's simple code. So we know that it's not feeling anything. Too, I mean, you, you're alive. You understand. Too many things happen to you as a person. Yeah. And you're talking to me and you know, I'm telling you, those same things happen to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. But they're way different than the things that happen to you. Yeah, but that doesn't and matter. And you and him but, and him. But you're missing the point. You need a staff of writers? I don't know. Not at all. Well, I don't. I, you guys see, this is crazy. You didn't finish Westworld, either of you, did you? It was terrible. I'll just say that right <laughs> off the No, no, no. Bullet. <laughs> no, no, but hold on. Hold on. I, I still think it's worth watching if you care about the simulation thing, because it's kind of interesting where they took it. Um, I don't want to get deep into it because I'll just talk forever. But I don't know. I there's a good chance we're in that. And again, you sitting there going, "I'm feeling those same experiences. They're just different." I don't know that. If we for sh- all I know, there's a simulation telling you. My simulation is telling you you felt these things. But once you walk out of here, the world around me is like you're not in it. No, but we know that that's not true. Like, how do uh, we know that? He can call you while you're out there. That, that's again, that's I can walk in, I can walk back out. We've shared experiences Whoa, together, whoa, no like, gay stuff, guys. Yeah, but the shared experiences are all that matters because outside of that, like, you don't exist. Like, but I can you know think about I you. you do exist, and just, like, you know that FaceTime. something just FaceTime. happened to me. That doesn't that matter. That has nothing to do with <laughs> that you. That doesn't matter. Come on, if we're living in, let's say we're playing a video game, okay? Like, I can call an NPC, yeah. and they will answer because it's programmed in. That they're in my life and they will answer. Or it's programmed in that they won't answer right now because I haven't done a specific thing. Sometimes you don't answer the phone. No. How do I know you exist then? Well, yeah, no one answers their phone. No, I mean, yes. Okay, I understand what you're saying, Matt. Yeah. Um, Theoretically, I guess that's true. Mm -hmm. But you know it's not true. Like I don't, listen... We've done this for like three and a half years now. If I know anything, it's that I know nothing. Uh-huh. Preach. 
Yeah, listen, uh, again, I don't claim to know how the universe works in any regard. But I do believe, I don't believe we're in a simulation right now. I 1000% don't think that. That's cool. That's good. I'm not going to push back at the Gazette. I think if that were the case, yeah. you would see more people flying. Totally disagree. I mean, would you? Like, people would figure out how to beat the the algorithm. They'd figure the loop or the... I mean, no, I mean... That's I mean, also no. Simon, I, on this. He thinks the algorithm is uh, bad. I've been playing Call of Duty for three and a half years. Well, I've been playing all Call of Duties for like 15 years. Mm. I've never... I've yet to see anyone fly. So you know what I mean? For all the game hacks that people have come out with, perfect aim, see-through walls, flying is the... Not one of them. It wouldn't be allowed because you're actually playing a game. No, be the, the but again, if I could learn how to fly, nobody could stop me. So it's a perspective. You can't 3D fly in a video game. Yeah, but this is what really I'm saying stupid. is if this is a simulation, it's very simple. I've programmed it in that no matter what you do, you can't fly. That's it. End of story. You can build a plane and fly, but you're never going to flap your shitty human arms. And if you try, well, your simulation ends. Um, you have siblings. Yes. You know that things actually happen to them. Mm-hmm. But do I? I mean, you do. No, this is what I'm sitting here telling you. They affect you. Well, yeah, they tell me stuff. But what part of the simulation are you not getting? This is how a perfect simulation would work. You would feel stuff. People would interact. There would be a massive network of people that would feel things. I'm trying to find a flaw in the simulation. Like, again, let me, I'll ask you this, okay? We move 500 years in the future. We've destroyed the earth, but we have all these supercomputers, tons of technology. There's like eight people left, and they decide, here, this is actually perfect, because this is what happens in Westworld. Bernard has left Westworld. He's a robot. He enters this simulation, okay? He puts on this fucking, these glasses, and for 23 years, he sits on a bed. He's covered in dust, and he's wearing these glasses. In this simulation, every like second that he sits on that bed is like a 1,000 years. So what he does is he runs simulations infinitely to figure out how to save humanity. Now, he ends up realizing that he can't. No matter how many simulations he runs, he can't. Sorry, big spoiler alert. It's a terrible fucking ending to a terrible show. Point being is... If we were trying to figure out, hey, where did we go wrong? What could we what could we have done or what can we do to avoid the pitfall? You know what I'm moving forward. Like I'm going to the three of us are left, we're going to cryogenically freeze ourselves, but we have this computer. It's going to build billions of replica earths starting at 1764 and we input all of the world's data in it and then we just run simulation after simulation. Why would this not be one of those? This one's going badly, by the way. It's going very poorly at this point. They're realizing this ain't it. I just checkmate. think that, no, I no, think no that those mate. systems... I'm just throwing it out there. Like when you talk about an NPC, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Those systems are able to run because they don't have to play out the lives of all those people. Yeah, but you're thinking, you're thinking of a today's NPC. Of course, I agree with you. There's... In Grand Theft Auto, for the most part, it renders in the world a kilometer in front of you because there's no point in having the whole world there. So it's rendering in the game way you'll never see it, but it's happening. 
in this, there's unlimited computing power. So you have a whole world with billions of people, all with unwritten stories. All with just free bump- will. Yep. I just, I don't see it. And again, like, okay, fine. I, I mean, I, I see it. It's possible. You have to like come up with this huge theory. Yeah. When the other option is just life. Yeah, they're both equally. Listen, I'm not. I didn't sit here and you say never definitively. You can't tell me dinosaurs didn't ride subways. No, it's true. You know what? I'm. I for all I know, we are living in a simulation, but it would be. It would have to be like the most advanced simulation ever. Of course. Well, of course. But you're again, you're thinking about it in terms of like <laughs> we're no living in this world. Like yeah. by definition, the yeah. simulation is the most it's advanced true. thing ever. And Simon, in the Matrix, what I really liked was their whole thing was it explains why you like why there's ghost sightings and why there's supernatural phenomenon because it's just a glitch in the system. That sort of thing. You know what I mean? That's uh it it explains like specters you mean just any any sort of unexplained phenomenon other than maybe bigfoot or loch ness or aliens but like you know if someone saw a ghost or if someone i don't know yeah it's just the residual from some sort of yeah error in the code anyway we got to move on i thought i'd be able to dispute him better you can't dispute that which cannot be proven well it's just that i have no uh... i can dispute it for you real quick okay go we don't understand consciousness, which is also actually a counterpoint to why we are probably in a simulation because it's something we will never understand. Yeah, sorry, so we don't understand consciousness. So until we do, we can't create some sort of simulation that mimics human life. You can't well, back engineer it. We don't know what the time is where they invented the simulation. They might know exactly what consciousness is. It's a tiny little fucking speck of dust that resides on the back part of your brain. I'm just saying, right? Yeah, right. Like, now you're what if consciousness no, was uh, Oh, sorry. I thought you were trying uh, to take my side to argue the other side. I was, but then you argued my point against well, it. Well, so, yeah. again, I don't think... I think you're right. I think that you cannot prove was it. an unintended consequence of the simulation. He makes a good point, too. That it could be the first simulation where consciousness, like, stuck. I know, but what, again, by your logic, yeah. you would have run this program a billion times. You really think we're the first? But that's the same. Now you're using the same weird logic against your thing. You really think this is the first human well experience? Simulation. No, I've come to your side now. We're definitely okay. living in a simulation. <laughs> Excellent. Simulation is a homonym. No, a simile to uh, rehearsal. I'll just leave it that. Okay. What do you give? What do you give? Sim- whoa, whoa, whoa! Simulation. Yeah. Is a simile. The word that sounds different but means the same thing. Sounds different. I, I knew. I regret it. Antonym is opposite. Yeah. Synonym is sounds the same. It's a, a simile is a comparison using like or as. No, it's not a simile at all. Correct. I have no idea, man. What's a, a metaphor is a comparison not using like. What or are words as. that are similar? A synonym. 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 Yeah. yeah. Simulation. Simulation. Rehearsal. Simulation and rehearsal are synonyms. Simulation. Uh, disagree. And rehearsal. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm with you. Why? Thank you. So what about that? Well, we just, the show is a simulation. I mean, we, you've seen how <laughs> you could do a, a um, so the world is just a, like a rehearsal mm-hmm. for something else. 
or not. Yeah, that's all I have. I uh, I rated it four. Boys back in town don't like all the dynamics. There's things that I wanted to be said that weren't said, and we wonder if they were stopped from being said. And if and if there's a thing that limits you from flying, like that's just not allowed. Yeah. Then why are is like um, suicide allowed? Well, you're trying to run a perfect simulation, so you can't stop people from free will, right? Well, I want to fly. To fly. That's different. There's a there's a <laughs> there's a there's a limit on your body. Like again, there are things here that can fly. Birds can fly. Birds can just hang. In the, there's hawks. Just yeah, I know they can air use surfing. The, yeah, I know. Yeah, they those, use like updrafts and those stuff. Those motherfuckers have really figured it out, yeah. eh? Yeah, they have. Yeah. Uh, I give this, uh, this one's like a, I got to give it a four because I'm going to give both. No, I'll give this one a three and a half. You know, time who, coming. you know who's really figured it out? Go on. The dolphins. Yeah, they got it. They were just like, fuck it up here. You guys are missing out on everything good. Yeah, we can rape down here. Jump in. And we can breathe your air if we want to. You know yeah. that whole raping thing? Dolphins are rapists. Yeah, yeah, I'm beginning to think that's like that's big, big tuna, o- big ocean <laughs> trying to give the dolphins a bad, a bad rap because I've never seen a dolphin rape anybody. That's true. I've never seen it either. I've actually never heard of any like female dolphins coming up and getting me too'd. <laughs> Just even saying that dolphin Bill rape. Cosby. Kamar, what do you rate it? Can you guys rate it, please? So we can. I rated it. Oh. I said it was a four. Give it a three and a half, Simon. I'm gonna give it a three. I, it was really nice to see Brian again with Joe. I thought Joe was not very nice to him. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I thought the whole thing just seemed fucking forced and weird. And if you want to prove to me that everything's okay, then you have them on your show. There was no nostalgia about it. And why? Like- why do you think his wife? If that's the case, did we talk about this on air? Yeah. Okay. Um, if that's the case, why is she okay with a fight companion, but not with an episode? Like that just seems like no, no, no. I don't logic, think I don't know? think it's so far that she is saying he's not on your show. I think it's Joe didn't want him on a show himself. He'll be on now. I think. I think this is set a precedent, and he'll be on. I the don't know. We'll see. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll pay a bill. We'll be right back, guys. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Lee's Market Jerky. If you're like me, you love unique flavors and amazing varieties but struggle to find the right snack that is filling, healthy, and convenient. But finding a quality jerky with many exotic types of meat is easier than ever with Lee's Market Jerky. Picture yourself biting into a tender piece of perfectly smoked jerky that's been delivered to your front door. Now imagine it six months later. You're on a remote beach. You open up a new bag of jerky from that same delivery and... Now, snap back to reality and give your taste buds something to talk about. Visit leesmarketjerky.com for convenient shopping and quick delivery on over 40 different meat and flavor combinations. Guys, if you are a listener of this podcast, which you obviously are because you're hearing my voice right now, you will save 10% off your first order. Head over to leesmarketjerky.com, use the promo code JOE10 at checkout, and you will get 10% off your first order. Again, that's leesmarketjerky.com. The promo code is JOE10. Be sure to go check them out. There'll be a link in the description. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Have you ever been stuck focusing on a problem only to realize that you should have been focused on the solution? It's all about training your mind. You see, when we think about therapy, we often think about it like I'm fixing something that's broken in my mind. There's something wrong with my brain. I need to fix something, fix something. It's not necessarily about fixing something. 
Sometimes it could be as simple as changing your focus or learning to focus better or simply learning how to problem solve or lay out tasks. It can be anything. Any one of these things can make your life much easier and a therapist can help you with even the smallest of things. Talking to a therapist can help you in so many ways. Everyone needs help. We ask for help all the time, whether it's family, friends. We have no problem asking the people close to us for help, but often we can't kind of ask ourselves for help and say, hey, I I need to go see someone who's not in my circle. I've tried therapy. It was not what I expected. It doesn't have to be like a deep dive into your childhood or anything like that. It can just be, you know, how can I get rid of stress? What can I do in my life to help me achieve my goals? That's really what your life should be about is achieving goals, setting and achieving goals. And I think a therapist can really help you if you find, if you find yourself stuck saying, I, I just can't move ahead. Maybe speak to a professional, someone who can say, hey, this can help you over the next boundary. And I think BetterHelp is the perfect place to start. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable. It's done entirely online. They'll match you with a therapist in 48 hours. All you got to do is fill out a brief survey and you can switch therapists anytime. If you don't like the one you get or if you don't feel like they're suited to your needs, you can just change therapists. There's no problem at all. That's why BetterHelp, in my opinion, is a better option than seeing a therapist in person. Now, if you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. If you visit betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E today, you will get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Go check them out. Link will be in the description, hopefully. Definitely thanks to them. Yeah. Um, Just before we start, I'd like to... um issue an apology to Matt's mom, Bill, and his grandmother, and whoever else. My aunt. Well, I don't really know your aunt, but I'll give her an apology too. Um, I just imagined my mom going to that comedy show, like being in London and just seeing it and being like, oh, I'll go see that. You know what I mean? And it sounds like your mother and entourage has been to more comedy shows than I have. So <laughs> I, my my deepest apology. I also want to say that um, I tried to Diablo Avocado, that whole simulation thing. But no, you're probably right. I mean, no, I think we met somewhere in the middle, didn't we? Say? But just back, I wanted to really reinforce my first point, which was why can't we be the first apes to be doing this? Like we're all in agreement that one day we're going to get to this point. We we agree on that, a point of you'll never know the difference. No, we why? never even came to an agreement on that either because we decided I, I, that I agree. it's the most likely outcome, Simon, but we can't say definitively that technology will just keep increasing exponentially, right? We also agreed on that. We don't right. know yeah, that. Yeah, we could have a meteor hit, which sets us back many years. Well, forget a meteor. Just in general, we could just realize, hey, we don't have, we will never have the computing power necessary. You know, maybe we don't have the resources. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> maybe you need uh, adamantium and we just can't find enough of it on Earth. Can't find him yet. Anywho, but yeah, I'm I'm sold on the simulation now. I think okay. we're great stuff. It. Great stuff. I think you're always just uncomfortable with the idea. Yeah, no, of course. How can you not be uncomfortable with that idea? Well, I'm telling you, idea of 
we're alone in this, like on this rock. There's uncomfortable. This mathematician that that was on Lex, who believes 100% we're in a simulation. You should see him, son. Like this guy, because Lex asked him, he's like, "How do you like? How do you deal with that?" And he was like, "Meditation, a lot." Like he, you could tell, you could tell that it affected him a great deal. That he was like, "This is, I am not here. I am not who I think I am." It, and you know, people say they go down rabbit holes where they just start questioning their own mind. Like as soon as it starts bothering me, I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to think about that. Anymore. Of course, yeah. Listen, ignorance is bliss. That, like was, a, that was the crux of the matrix. Dinosaurs it can't be proven. Ways, it really doesn't have to be just worried about. Yeah, I just live my life like it's not a simulation. Barely trying. What would be very interesting though was if they one day during our lifetime do prove it's a simulation, then you'll get to watch whether that means something to anybody or not. Would you know? rather them prove flat Earth the simulation? Simon, I'm pretty sure they found. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna come back to that one. I'm pretty sure they found like the failsafe code that's in every computer in human DNA. Yeah, I know they say that, but the failsafe code. Every computer has a specific failsafe code in it, which means like a shutdown code. Yeah, it's like a it's something in, that in that case. ensures that your computer can't be totally fucked. Some, I'm I'm obviously not technologically yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> A failsafe thing. Yeah, the point is, do that. Every computer since the beginning has had this like specific code, and I'm pretty sure I read that they found buried in human DNA that same. Is it a law that That sounds like such a clickbait? Does doesn't it? I didn't look deeper into it, so I don't care. If you're what 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 was your question though? Would you rather prove the simulation of the flat Earth? Would I rather than prove the simulation? But he's not a big flat Earth guy, so. Well, no, but what he's saying, what would be like a bigger shock, you mm-hmm. know, to find out that you're living in a simulation or to find out you're living on a flat earth. I think but it would be sim- less shocking to find out you were living in a flat earth. See, he believes a little bit. Than a little bit. To, to find out you were living in the simulation. No, just to me, living in the simulation, I don't know, that really kind of, I don't know, does it make you anything at that it, point? Does it make you a nihilist? Well, you don't even exist, really. Well, you do. Well, you don't exist past this simulation. We're we're under the understandings that we exist past the planet Earth, right? Like, if you and I wanted to, we could build a rocket ship and fly to space. The question is this. Do you think if they prove definitively tomorrow that we are in a simulation, do you think everyone starts playing the game differently? Is there, like, a mass exodus? Is This is what I'm asking, right? And I don't mean trying to fly. I'm just saying, like, do you think people start saying, like, Fuck it. This is a game I can just like. I think you're going to have some of those people for sure. I think you're going to have some people who, um, who want to keep living, but they're like, I'm not going to follow any laws anymore. I'm not. Why? If we're just playing a game anyways, I'm going to have the most fun possible. Because Simon, again, that was kind of the idea of the first two seasons of Westworld was like, you could go somewhere and do all the stuff you couldn't do. In the real world. Yeah, but you, there was still a real world that they were part of. That's the... Sure, but maybe we're in that where people come in and out and... You know what I mean? Maybe when all any unsolved murder is just some fucking dickhead coming into the simulation to get his rocks off. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like Jack the Ripper was just some kid in his underwear there you in go. his room yeah. who got bored yeah. on a Sunday just let's, night. Let's see how many people I can kill. That was before they put, like, rules... 
into place. No, no, because there were still serial killers after that, right? No, I'm saying, though, yeah, there were still serial killers after that, but every time it's just somebody, like, finding a, a, a glitch in the system, you know? Not really. It's like when you play Grand Theft Auto, you can play the game, like, through the story and just kill the people you have to kill, or you can go around beating up hookers relentlessly. You know what I mean? You have that choice. It's the same thing with Westworld. There were people that went in... And we're like, I want to play the side stories. I want to play the main. And then there were people that were like, oh, I'm just here to fuck hookers. And If you know it's a game, <laughs> yeah. you won't be worried about human life. Whereas here now, it's worth something, you know? Yeah. If you're putting a value on things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't have so many people who are... That's what I mean. So if there were really people just jumping in to do like get their rocks off, yeah, wouldn't you see a hell of a lot more? I guess there are so many murders. You know what, Matt? Like I can't argue with this anymore. It's uh, that seems like the most likely thing now that I think about it. This is rare, Simon's. I've turned Simon on to multiple things well, today. I mean, like I can't. I know you can't definitively say no. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You can't. Somebody's I can't prove crazy it. enough to do murder. Who am I to say they're not? I don't know, some 12-year-old kid. In a way, in a way, it's heartwarming to think that, like, potentially there is a world outside of this one that has found some sort of utopia, where if someone needs to get their rocks off murdering someone, they just go into this simulation, kill a useless drone. Isn't that just, isn't that heaven? Like, didn't you just describe heaven? I don't know. I don't know. I think you did. Sorry, Kamar, name and a number. 1866 protect our parks i want to add that that started with the apology to uh matt's mom and, <laughs> just, and bill yeah. at some point i was like where, and mary we... right your grandmother's, My grandmother's name, is mary. name is mary See, yeah. that is great and your aunt i'm just going to take a guess at this because i have no idea okay? okay yeah start thinking about the name matt think think about it as hard as you've ever I am. thought I'm about visualizing anything. it written down i'm see yeah i think it's an l name am i right I mean, I hold on. In your defense, who is that guy crossing over? Yeah, John. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm trying to. Whatever. Stewart. Yeah, it's not John Stewart. I was going to call you him. It's not L. Hold on. My mom has a sister named Lisa. Oh shit! Because I was thinking about. But Lisa. that is not her. That's not her. No, okay, she's so not hold the on, one there. Hold on. So this is why I was saying you got to pass on that I one. Pass on that one. Okay. So just because maybe you are crossing over. Start thinking about it really hard. Okay. I'm, I'm again visualizing, picturing very hard. I want you to take that name, Matt. Yeah. yeah I yeah, want you to spell yeah. it out. I'm spelling it as we speak in and my mind. And put it into my mind. Okay. Do you want me to write it in cursive or is it just better? No, in, in letters. Okay. And now it's, now it's in your mind. Is it Pam? No. Oh. John Edward, you are not. What was John it? Edwards, what yes. What was Girl. it? Donna. I mean, it's not that far off. It's way, Pam way off. <laughs> Pam and Donna, that's kind of the same name. Can I just say that Mark Norman, Mark Norman dropped one of his gay jokes in this that went so under the radar. And I don't know if anyone picked up on it. I had to rewind it like three times. Joe said something and they all carry on with the conversation. But as Joe was finished saying it, Mark just quietly went gay. And and the whole and the whole, the whole conversation continued on around him like he never said anything. I rewound it and listened to it seven times and laughed harder every single fucking time. Just it was the perfect like I'm not joking. Joe had just put the the exclamation on his sentence and <laughs> Mark Gay, it's fucking incredible. I didn't write that one down, but he he said gay a lot. 
But he yeah. hit that one. So oh, yeah. He had a lot of misses as well. Yeah, that's fine, though. <laughs> the, the, I feel like, except for Ari, Mark and um, Shane are like adrenochrome for... Uh, yeah, Joe. Joe's sucking like, their, as yeah, we were talking their about life the, force. He likes hanging with the older guys, but he needs these. And Ari is looking old, eh? He looks sort of like me. Like he's got the big mustache. He looks like an older man yeah. than a younger man. Yeah. When yeah. they're still young in their prime. But the ass jizz story, because I, I I wasn't sure if they were talking about he was just, his ass was full of jizz that it was coming out, but he was actually jizzing out his ass. Well, dude, once they started talking about it, I had I almost had that that was the concern. That's why I had to have surgery because I was gonna that thing could have developed into one of those fistulas that you I would have been, been coming out of my ass. ass. Yeah, but you, really. But, but yours, well, yeah. yours wasn't from partying. No, <laughs> yeah, this was guy a was a fucking this yeah. Guy is the guy who turns out Matt's just been into poppers. Yeah, all these I'm just two guys in the hospital crazy, for partying. Yeah. First guy goes, "What happened? Oh, I fell and broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> a couple Jack Daniels. What happened to you? I'm jizzing. I'm jizzing at my ass. ass. I want to know what was all this fucking jerking off in front of your friends. Oh, you guys never like, so jerked? Did that? You, did you do that a lot? I jerked off once in the same room as a guy, but we like promised to like turn over, watch the other way. Why did you do this exactly? This was in rehab, and it was just like okay, you need a to rebellious jerk off fucking and... thing to do. And I think once we like took turns in the bathroom, but never jerking off in front of each other or in front of some guy who's sleeping. Like just well, what a well, weird well, fucking. I, yeah, I was gonna say statue limitation. <laughs> statue, but I think if you're under eighteen, you can jerk off, and it's just being yeah, a stupid kid. It's true. Yeah. That guy actually would get in trouble. I think. You guys never jerked off with other guys in the room, like. like I, you're young, like in a cabin or something. Was, yeah, okay, I'm doing it right now. I remember in grade six, like a. Like there was like seven of us at a sleepover. And I remember a couple dudes being like, I'm jerking off. I'm jerking off. But I, I, in my, I still to this day think they were just like. Just having a, having a. Having yeah. A you know what I mean? Like, actually, now that I think about it, one of them out of three was definitely doing it. For and real. you sort of Like one of them was like, well, I have carte blanche now to actually jerk off. Right. So <laughs> that makes the most sense. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. I woke up with toothpaste in my ears the next day. It's not crazy. That's it, what you thought it was. <laughs> and, 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 and it's a super, because it's Shane's Gillis' story. This guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, Fuck you. It's a super sports hazing thing. Wasn't that Mark's story, the jerking off? No, no, of? it was uh, Shane. Oh. 100% Gillis. No. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, his dad had brought them down to watch the football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I didn't right. know Norman was such a good skateboarder. I I had this conversation with you. I told you he was. Uh, I can't see it. I told you he was Stay on the right. Nine Club. Remember? Mm, right, that's right. And you were like Mark Norman, the comedian. Hold on, mm. say this again to me. Mark Norman, the comedian, was on Nine Club, the skateboard podcast. I guess it didn't sink into the <clears throat> yeah. old. Did you guys watch Petri the dish. Kill Tony after the last time these guys were on? Yes, which was not was too long ago. Hilarious. Even though they were so drunk. Well, that was what made it so funny. But they were, were they like? Drunk annoying, but you're laughing at that, or were they still drunk? No, brilliant? I mean, were um, they drunk like Joe Rogan drunk, where you're like, oh, this is name? kind of embarrassing. Mark Norman is just comedy, it's non stop, yeah. so you don't know yeah, okay. what is what. And Shane just kept drinking, like, he never stops. He just 
But no, it got they were pretty like messy. I think. By the end, I think uh, if I remember correctly, I don't know. That's a it's a crazy show, and it's like at its it can't get bigger. It seems like such a good time. Yeah, like they're all just having such a good time, and it makes you so envious because you'd only be the guy who was getting laughed at at their expense, so they could have such a good time. And I would argue at this point, Brian was like, "I'm going to do Kill Tony." And that's how Jamie got in. And he wasn't rubbed out by Joe. Sorry, what? Brian was doing Kill Tony mm-hmm. and the Joe Rogan experience at the same time and chose. No, apparently Joe and Brian had like a real disagreement at some point. Have you been so. keeping this from us? No, I just think that's word on the street. If you go check out, uh, it, it's definitely a rumor. <laughs> I know because I'm starting it. Yeah, in Milwaukee. Oh, this is worldwide. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Worldwide rumor. There was a rift. Do you not? I I feel like that was a thing. I'm not sure. I did. Kamar. But now looking at how it's played out, like. I would believe this. I would say more likely than not, Joe said, listen, Brian, clearly you have this other thing that's taking off. It's got legs. It's going to involve you probably traveling. Why don't you step away? Because I don't think Joe was really willing to like wait it out. But you think he wanted to change it up? Yeah, I mean, again, I think that, you know, that Neil deGrasse Tyson episode, I think that was the one, right, where specifically, like, they were having, like, a serious talk, and then Brian just kept with, like, the Olive Garden and his cat. Be interesting and helpful if uh, he talked about that, or is it that sort of, there's a code? Well, again, I think he Brian helped, Brian, without Brian, there is no JRE, so Joe. And I think Brian's in a better place now. Yeah. I think Jamie is happy. How could Jamie not be happy? He has the best fucking job on earth. It's pretty good considering we do it. Yeah. I do it and I don't have a Tesla. Uh Simon, you do not like Hans Kim. Uh it's not that I don't like Hans Kim. Um I'm just so I guess jealous of Hans Kim. Okay, that, that, that makes uh, more sense. I'm not up to date on his comedy. I don't think. Sometimes I wonder if they're laughing at him and not with him, but that would be it, I guess. Like when they bring him up and make him like um, make out with the girls, but I mean, he loves it. That's so, the thing, yeah, man. But they're it's... laughing at him. They're not like, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. What I, do I, I, I think? I think if you're on stage, you rule. And that's yeah, he's killing it. Good yeah. for him. That's uh, so no, I'm a, I'm a Hans Kim fan. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned jealousy because for the first time in like maybe a, like a very long time, I felt a way when Shane was like, We're going to the UFC, you're taking me. And then they were talking about like going out to dinner and like all these app, like, Oh, yeah, will you come to the after party? Yeah, I'll be at the after party. And I was just for, for once, I was like, Fuck, I'm like you, I was like, I'm jealous. There's something happening. Like, it's nice knowing... People are living lives. Yeah. But I can definitely catch myself when it's with, like, a celebrity, you know what I mean? Like, Hans Kim, and I'm like... Not that he's a celebrity, but, like, just in that whole world where I'm like, I don't really want to do that anyways. It's more when it's somebody I know, and they're doing something I actually want to do, you know? That's when, like, that jealousy rages inside. Because they went through the list of all the people that... It wasn't now, a long list. Well, it, 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 it was what, like five people. It, 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 it omitted Kim Congdon. 
yeah, who you know is uh, who has moved a on. comedian, but she, she was one of the first. They mentioned Adam Makovsky. They say David Lucas doesn't even do jokes, but he's just so funny. David Lucas is doing really uh, well Montgomery. Uh, my point was just, you know, it wasn't like Carson's list of people he had put on. They'd... But it's also a tip of that cap to be a host of it. Listen, it's a big That's show. Become, it's a big exactly. show, and it hasn't been going long enough to have a massive roster yet. It will, well, though. I mean, in all fairness, I've watched a lot of Kill Tonys. Yeah. 90% of the people who go up are terrible. Are like have no business even doing comedy, but that's the let alone of the show. being terrible. No, but I'm just saying. So if you're looking to like make stars yeah. from Kill Tony, you're like keep whittling down to yeah. like a percent, and then a percent of people who even have a chance. Like well, I brought it's up more credibility than American Idol. Yeah, of course. I mean, I brought up Johnny Carson. It's unfair because Carson didn't intentionally bring on terrible comedians to make the show better. You know what I mean? Like they right. they yeah. need. They need awful comedians because that kind of makes the show. it's still just random, right? Like, it's not like they're going out and paying bad comedians to I be I get on. it, but People they know. People are just terrible but that's, at this form of art. What I'm saying, though, is like American Idol, Amer- the beauty of American Idol is that the first couple episodes is watching Simon Cowell shit all over terrible yeah. fucking people. You don't even care about the good ones. And most of the people, not most of the people, a lot of the people who go on at, to kill Tony yeah. don't want to be comedians. They just want to get up there and be like, recognized for a second and no you think so yeah they want to have no, tony make no, fun of them no. in front of their friends or whatever i, I, I well no there's got to be a couple of those people i think most of them are trying or think they're trying i mean maybe you gotta wait in line and like it's not like just on any given they day just go there, out to the so. bar every night they put their name in the hat every night i don't know maybe i'm wrong again i'm just a fucking idiot who lives in fucking shitty ottawa you know? i so. think it was so, someone told a story about giving edibles to tom segura or somebody and they're on the plane and when they woke up they're like i feel i'm gonna have to land this plane <laughs> that's my fear like that's why i had to stop flying yeah, so but- it's just like this time I fucking called the guy over. What's going to happen next time, you know? If you're high on a plane and you feel anything, the best thing you do is nothing. <laughs> like, always. Um, did you guys have the... They were talking about the, how, the, how they shot down the plane like it was a big secret. I mean, I said that from day fucking I think we've one. had this conversation multiple times. Yeah. But it's never been like... Um, Public said out loud. They shot down no. that plane, and they shot down the fucking plane that was going towards the Pentagon. I imagine. Kamar, it's never been said because the U.S. government can't come out and say we killed 140 innocent civilians. But there's a pilot that knows. Yeah, there's a pilot that. that and there's hit the a button. There's a war room that knows. Yeah. Well, and that's why they had to make up that whole story about the heroes on the plane, because that's how you're going to sell it. Right? That's a great like, point, Kamar. There's a guy out there in the military, retired, probably, who or, or dead <laughs> or suicided, who, yeah. Who, who what? Who shot it down? Yeah, who lives with, I like, I had to kill. more than one person. Like, there'd be two planes to do something like that. Yeah, but you just need one. Dude, it's a and, fucking commercial airliner. One even, one rocket's taking it down. Yeah, I don't think they're shooting it from the pl- the air. I think they're probably shooting it from the ground. No, you would shoot no, it from really? the air 100%. Do you think, I don't know. Uh, the States has a bunch of uh, yes. surface-to-air defenses? I was just going to... Yes, I think they do. No. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I think they have ballistic missiles. Okay, sure. I'm just saying, Simon. You don't think they have bases all over the place in the like United States? rockets... 
Why not? To shoot down You don't planes? think they're ready for any sort of attack? They spend a trillion dollars a year plus okay, on their military. They, somehow a country gets the jump on the states and are flying over them and they need to shoot. I mean, you're right. Probably now it's just a satellite. That's they have a million Elon Musk. I would assume the plane there. was shot down by another plane. Yes, that's my assumption. Okay, well, I like your assumption. It's very Top Gun. I always looked at it differently, but now that you say it, I'm not um, against the idea. I mean, I'll say this: it's it's an you know, 140 versus like 3,000 seems like an obvious choice, but I don't know. That's a tough sell to those families. If that's actually what happened. Like, I it's mean, not like I, they saved 50,000. You know what I mean? 50,000 is like an easy, like, yep, take me. It's and fine. it's not like they saved any lives. I don't think they had. Well, we don't know where that plane was headed. You don't know. But it might not have made it. They might have just killed those 140. I mean, listen, we saw two planes. We, we definitively, without, doubt, without a doubt, saw two planes hit. Into the World Trade Centers. Into Center. the World Trade Centers. We, you and know, the Pentagon. The Pentagon, I don't buy for a fucking hot minute. A la Tim Dillon. Yeah, I agree with Tim. There's so many fucking cameras. And then we have another plane that you was shot down. You don't think it was a plane? No, I do not. You don't think it was a plane that crashed into the Pentagon? We've gone over this. Listen, we have, there's a million angles of the two planes hitting the World Trade Center. A million. One and you know why? You know why? Because it's two fucking jet engine so fucking sorry, 747s. What do we think went into the Pentagon? <laughs> that I don't know. Missile. From where? I mean, a missile. Listen, I'll say this. Even then, that's impossible to shoot that way. You can't aim it like that. Sure, sure you could. No, but where where are they? I mean, this is the thing. If it was a missile, shooting the missile. If it was a missile, there would be some. There would be some civilian with some sort of. I don't. Yo, who? My understanding was. That that was another plane that had been taken over. Yeah, the and they shot it down. And that's it. And then maybe they make up this story about it hitting the Pentagon. I don't know. My only thing or is maybe they misjudge where it's going to hit and it hits the Pentagon. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying. I'm being serious here. I'm trying to remember like. This is my thing. The debris. Like uh, think of how many cameras are on the Pentagon. So many. They they have to have video. I'm, a, I'm in agreement of all of that. My question though is like, what's the real story? I don't was know. it a plane that hit? Another plane that they shot down? If it's a missile, who shot the missile? I mean, listen, they have the they have the distinct advantage. The Saudis? They have the dis- I, as soon as you question me, I realize I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they have the distinct advantage that there's pure chaos that day. Right? So you can get away with a lot. Like you remember Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah. Remember they the whole idea was they they like they blew up a bomb. And then they were like, we're going to keep blowing up bombs. And they send McLean on this crazy okay. mission. And then one of the bombs blows up and it blows up the subway. And McLean realizes like a little bit later that the only reason they blew up the subway was to get the gold in the reserve right. under the building. Yeah. It was all just gotcha. a cloak and dagger operation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you think that maybe like <laughs> the, the planes hit the towers yeah, and then you there was just like some guy working in I don't know somewhere and was like I'm going to take this chance and send a missile into the Pentagon. Well, if you look into it, the Pentagon apparently like that whole wing of the Pentagon had been cleared out for some sort of 
uh, construction and renovation for like a couple weeks, and no one had seen any construction workers or renovation taking place. I'm sure you could have a plane launch a torpedo, like a torpedo. I'm trying to understand. That's what it looked like. (laughs) But what to what end? To show that we are under attack and we have to go to Afghanistan for 20 years. Two fucking planes flown into the World Trade Center. Mission accomplished on us being attacked. You That's know true. What That's I'm a good saying? point. Yeah. Like I, you, your job was done. I mean, anything Simon. else doesn't make any sense in, at all. In the operation, they're not like. What does make sense? Hold on, it's more likely that they shot the plane down. What does make sense is that you had no. these terrorists who took over planes, not whoever. Planes were taken over. Okay. There were multiple in the sky. Two crash into the World Trade Center. Other ones have other targets. The Americans aren't taking any chances at that point. They're shooting down any fucking plane that they don't have contact with in the sky, period. That's what I assumed. And they shot down that plane and they shot down the other plane. Well, it makes sense from this point of view. So they shoot down the first plane. Okay, there's debris. They know there's debris that's going to be found. Like Simon's saying, they don't have contact with this other plane. So they make a decision. We're going to have to shoot this thing down too, but... There's no way we can tell a story that both these planes were taken down by vigilante, like good Samaritans on the plane. So we got to figure out a narrative for one of these planes. Because if you shoot one plane down somewhere where you know no one's, where you can hide all the debris. So what's the narrative for the Pentagon plane? Well, again, it's that this plane has to, it has to crash somewhere with intent. And if you know the Pentagon has been empty for some other reason, or you knew the whole time, who knows? So... By your logic, the Americans are actually the ones who are putting these planes in the sky. No. I just said, listen, we know that they knew about the attack on 9-11, pre-9-11. They had CIA briefings. They had all sorts of NSA warnings saying there was an imminent attack on the U.S. Yeah, they didn't know it was going to be planes into buildings. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. Listen. They probably did. Who knows? I, I have no idea. There are apparently 64 people on the plane. I'm still having a trouble understanding. There were 64 people on the plane. The flight 77. That's the one that crashed into the Pentagon. Allegedly. And 64 people were on that plane. Someone else. Hold on. People were on the plane. It crashed into the Pentagon. And 125 people died in the Pentagon. Simon, here's the other thing. Um, I'm so The guys, they flew planes into the World Trade Center. Two of the biggest buildings. In New York, yeah, the Pentagon is like, I don't think any higher than six stories, maybe four stories. These guys weren't trained. It'd be, I think it's, I think it'd be very difficult for them to. Oh, this is how we're saying. I think they were just going for multiple sites at the same time in case one didn't work. What are you? My saying? point is, it, it's, it's a one in a million. It's that they very crash difficult. The before it's they got very difficult the for them to hit the Pentagon the way they did, especially the angle that they say it came in at. Like they came in at like a smooth. Like they were landing on the Pentagon lawn and just driving the plane in. And that seems tough for me to believe as well. Because these, the guys that train these guys in the States to fly all said they were terrible pilots, by and large. So what are you saying now? Sorry, I'm lost. Again, I'm saying it's very difficult for me to believe that these terrorists who were terrible pilots piloted a 747 into a four-story building. It makes way more sense that they would hit the two largest buildings in New York. I could probably hit those in a flight. Okay, so what do you think happened to that I'm, one? I don't know. I said your thing makes sense, that they shot it down, and then they had to say it hit somewhere. Because they can't say, like I said, you can't, 
the U.S. government can't go, hey, coincidence, two of the planes, Good Samaritans took yeah, them over. Yeah, they shot it down. It has to hit somewhere. They crashed it into this empty wing at the Pentagon. We're going to disappear 126 people, according to Kamar. Well, Kamar said 120 people died in the Pentagon. So that's, that's what I mean. So they have to disappear those 126 yeah, people one. to make that conspiracy fly. They spent $20 million planting a tree for every single person that died outside the Pentagon where it crashed in. How much? 20 billion? 20 million. 20 oh, my million, God. Sorry. I thought you said billion. Well, step. 20 million in what? In trees? In tree costs. To, to make a memorial. Oh, okay. Gotcha. To remember. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What didn't happen? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I thought I just throw that One in. Simon, way or how about another, this? Something crashed. My whole thing is this: Why don't they? They have footage that they won't release. Why is that? If you have footage of a seven forty seven, like we we witnessed enough that day, we watched people jumping hand in hand. We saw the worst of it. Yeah. So this, why, why won't this, they show this? To this us? plane hitting the Pentagon is no worse than anything we saw all day that day over and over for the next 20 years, why will they not show? Because we know there's clearly other angles than the bullshit one we have. What about this as a theory? Okay, okay. I'm all ears. Just like I said, they feel like they have to take this plane out because they it's they can't make contact with it. They're not taking any chances. Okay. okay. They shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. of all, they debate this for a while because... But time is of the essence. You can't debate anything. I, I understand that, but this is like... They've never had to make this decision before mm-hmm. to shoot down our kill own Americans, planes yeah. on, yeah, like on American with soil. the world watching. So, you know, they're trying to make the decision. They're trying to make the decision. They finally make it in the 11th hour, you know? And then by that point, it's really close to the Pentagon. They shoot it down and it actually does by accident hit their own building. That's, well, that's why they can't release too. the footage Hollywood. because the, the footage will be a plane on fire crashing into the world or into the Pentagon as opposed to, you know what I'm saying? But that's even less likely that these untrained terrorist pilots piloted a fucking, a damaged 747 into a four story building. Can you look that up? How no, tall I'm is not the Pentagon? I'm saying that they definitely did that. I'm saying maybe they shot down the plane, Matt. Mm-hmm. What happens to the debris at that point is a crapshoot. You know, it's like falling a tree. You think it's going to go this way, but anything can happen. Maybe something happened and it hit the fucking because they waited too long to shoot it down because they were conflicted. Let that sink in and play out for a second. Five stories. Five stories. Like, but like it's, huge. it's huge. It's yeah, huge, too, but- right? Uh, I get it. It's a massive. So, it's on. It's on a bunch of acreage. I understand how big it is. If you're just landing a plane, you would think that that would be easy enough to. And that's probably why they clipped the side of it instead of the middle because they sucked. I think we could end with that. Anyways, we, we still don't on. know what is what with that. There's a lot of things we're just never going to know. Yeah, that one uh, uh, I'd like to do some research into because I'd like to hear what exactly are the going thoughts. Did either of you want or have a calculator watch? Yes, I did. I want. I remember wanting one. Wanting when I was one. like six or seven. Yeah, like that was the coolest thing ever. So yeah, my mom owned a toy store, as you know. Yeah. So I would always get like some pretty cool watches. Calculator watch. I got the... Uh, just throwing your dad under the bus. He didn't own anything. <laughs> anyways, yeah. My mom ran the store. Yeah. Um, a transformer watch. Did you have one of those? No, those no. are fucking cool, man. 
What a baller over here. Yeah. Class or trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you have a lot of Playmobil? <laughs> uh, yeah. They got to the point, though, there where there was scientific calculators on a wall, and it was just ridiculous. It just Well, now you have the biggest cheat code in the world. Like Yeah. They were a thing, and now I see them nostalgically. What a calculator watch. I love how Mark, it was going off at one point. I don't even know. He was wearing his calculator watch then. Yeah, that's what, remember what it beeped at one point? That's why I'm talking about it. Yeah. I don't think his was a calculator watch. No, it was though. like one of those digital Casio ones, and he was like, it says it's Thursday at four. There was a, a tsunami of a flip-flop when they started talking about sumo, eh? Mark starts talking sumo up, and, uh, and Joe's like, ah, it's, it's just not the, it's not the thing. You know what I mean? And like other athletes could just destroy them. And they start watching, and they realize it's crazy. And it's just a cultural thing, I guess. It's on at different times. I mean, I, I don't get it. You didn't see, you, did you watch the highlight clip of what they showed, though? Yeah, I still like knocking just... the guy out. And I think it's like a traditional thing that that big is. Um, if you were to be that big, you'd be wealthy. It was as big as a sumo mm-hmm. wrestler. Well, so you'd have to eat a of, lot of food. And... Of power in Japan. And it's just like it's just like AFL somewhere else. Well, that's like in the olden days, a bigger woman was more desirable because they could afford to eat food. So you were. Yeah. Are you guys surprised uh, the Chael Sonnen isn't bigger? No. What do you He's mean? Pretty big. Bigger is what? Well, they're talking YouTube about follow. what a trash talk it was and how funny it was. <laughs> And he's just like I, I don't know, not like edutate. I saw the best interview where he, it's him, Dominic Cruz, and Uriah Faber, and he's talking about when he tapped out of against Anderson Silva, and he goes, "I didn't understand the rules. What I thought was I tapped, saying he's got this round. I'll come back <laughs> next round." Yes, <laughs> it's he, fucking. It was so good. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like it seems like he would be a perfect right-wing grifter like lean into it something but yeah but he just had that he he keeps it classy well he just had that controversy where like he beat up a bunch of dudes in a hotel oh and at first it was like one of them like grabbed his wife's tit or something and then it came out that like maybe it was a different story i don't know i heard 10 different stories so i don't know what happened but i know that he was dealing with that for a while drugs and sports let them be I mean, listen, we know that the NFL running the way it was for like 40 years was not healthy or safe for anyone. It's no. not a good drugs role model. Drugs and sports, no. It's not a, good, it's not no, a good role model. No sports, yeah. no drugs and sports. Well, not too. Now kids are getting into it so young, professionally, that we can't, you know. You, we were just saying we don't want kids smoking weed till they're 25. We definitely don't want some kid doped up on fucking but roids. What if, like, what if it's healthier? If you want to have a juiced up league, then you should have that as well, you know? I mean, Joe always makes the argument that, like, you know, doing steroids the right way will just help your body recover. So I guess that's what Kamara's saying. The yeah. one. Well, argument. yeah. So then maybe steroids should be legal in sports, and everybody should do them. I mean, listen, baseball was at its best when it was roided the fuck. It was out. pretty exciting. I mean, football still has a great product, even with all the protocols in place. Football. NFL football does. Yeah, you don't like the NFL? I love the NFL more than anything in my life, but it really puts me off if I watch three games in a row and there's like a 15 to 20 minute injury. Yeah, but that's also guys doing that for the fucking time too, right? Like you I hope that. so. Sometimes it's like the whole to-do and the stretcher and 
What? I just don't understand the argument. All the guys are on their hands and knees. Like sometimes it's injuries. Like okay, that's all right. Like some of the collisions are, and you know that that guy may never be right again. And that his money and, isn't guaranteed. And you just witness this happen. It's almost like you're watching an assault. Yeah. In the world, even in the UFC, I, I don't like um, that. Those two big guys, when they hit, I wince. When they yeah. hit each other in the face, and who knows what damage you're doing. And we're just enjoying it. So football so is always all twisted. the more reason why they should be able to take drugs. If 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 it if steroids helps with CTE, of course. Kamar's gonna have a real problem if porn stars start getting CTE. Feeling bad for them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kamar's sitting there jerking off like, speak, oh, this poor speaking girl. Of that Joe yeah, jerks I off twice a week. I I probably jerk off seven times a week. I'll, I'll admit that seven. Yeah, yeah once a day. Said? That's what he's saying. Yeah. Is that what you Mark do? Mark Norman is 14. He's no, I, have, I live with my girlfriend, so I don't have to jerk off as much. You? No, yeah, I don't jerk off that much either. Probably more than twice a week, though. Like Probably, I don't know. Somewhere in between. I'm sure there's people who do it 30 times a week. Oh, I bet there's people <laughs> that have a fucking problem. Facial hair is a weird thing, eh? Because when you're young, it's like and when you're going through puberty, um, it's coming in and it's so awkward. You don't want it there. But then you say you get older and you sort of want it there. And then other people get it and squander it. <laughs> I was saying to someone the other day, it's crazy that by the time I'll be able to grow a full beard, it'll be fully gray. Like I will never have a. But do you see yourself having like um, a quaffed beard or like a Simon beard? Yours is the in-between, right? The in between. If you did nothing to your beard, you would look like a crazy man. Like uh, yeah. who's the liver king? Yeah, it would come all the way up <laughs> it to would, here. It would just be, <laughs> just be ridiculous. You, you, you could look like Santa Claus if you wanted. Yeah, well, have bro, you seen his brother? In between. When his yeah. brother well, doesn't well, shave, it's, it's, it's just. But like, I've never Rasputin. had. I've never had a big <laughs> long beard Rasputin. like that. You've never let it get that way. That's what I mean. I've never had, I've never grown it out that way. For you to grow a beard out would be like, this, oh my God, it would take me wispy. years. Yeah. First of all, like, like yeah. weeds in the water. Yeah. yeah. Not happening. Thing. Like, have you ever seen uh, that episode of Cliff of Cheers where they have the uh, beard growing competition? No. You've never seen that? No. Oh, well, Cliff takes these like hormones or whatever and he starts getting these weird. Patchy, you never say that. Kamar, I could grow a good long like mustache goatee devil combo. No, oh, you should definitely like, do that. But like here is where it's real you know, patchy. You, you know what? I think in retrospect, when I didn't have it growing as much, it's still very sparse. But just to accent and go with what you got is the way to go. Like even though you like, I would never want to be the guy with the goatee. <laughs> yeah, do it. No, I'm not. Do it. Do, no way. <laughs> go to there where you should go. That's what I'm saying, man. A little soul patch. <laughs> Flavor just, saver, yeah. Just go soul patch. That's so rotten. <laughs> you look <laughs> yeah, like the a just, lead singer of an alternative band in the soul 90s. patch. Yeah. Um, did Elvis make the first kissy face? First duck face, you mean? He was saying it was uh, vanilla ice. Joe's contention was no, like blue steel. That was way before vanilla ice, right? No, 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 no. No, vanilla ice no, was before no, Zoolander. No. Yeah, I get it, but Come I'm just on. saying, like, before Vanilla Ice, someone had done that face. And I'm suggesting Elvis Presley. He, Maybe. I believe Joe contended that, did Vanilla Ice invent that? He was asking. Yeah, I know, yeah, no, and I don't think so, no. I don't think Vanilla Ice invented shit. And then. Um, Except for Ice Ice Baby. 
I, someone probably ghost wrote it. I, th- I think it was Elvis. Oh. Um, Elvis ghost wrote it? And then mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mark Norman. <laughs> I science baby. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Mark Norman tried to throw Madonna on the bus. and Because there's some hideous pictures of Madonna. I don't she know looks terrible. But JB brought up all the good ones. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She looks fine. And Mark's like, you fucked me, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> this is my moment of it. He could have picked an ugly one, but he didn't. He defended it. I think we all love Madonna. No, she's terrible. What she's are you talking? What? <laughs> you think you know someone. You don't I'm not Madonna. a huge Madonna fan. Like, what do you mean we all love Madonna? What Listen, Madonna, Madonna, what does that mean in exactly? Kamar, Madonna was a big thing in the 80s, early 90s. I will say that. She has some fucking hits for sure. One of the best selling artists of all time. She needs to just go off into the yes, sunset. Agree. Totally agreed. Like, do you own Madonna records? Do I own any records? I don't know. Do you no. remember Madonna? The last time she was relevant and should have ended it there was that uh, I feel like I just I, got no, I, I, I thought I thought that was she was starting to lose it there. But she would still come back and do a hit. Like, oh, she, no, she's terrible. Oh. Again, and Madonna or Lady Gaga. I don't like either of them. What are other artists that you option. think should be gone, Matt? And who? Why? What gives you the right to tell an artist they should be gone? Oh, he has the right. Yeah, who I else say do you think should be gone? Uh, well, Madonna for sure. Yeah, Mad- the Stones hey, need to hang I'm it with up. You. A hundred percent. Like you guys made your money a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. If the Eagles are still doing anything together, they need to stop. The it. Eagles are mm-hmm. playing for three hundred dollars a seat in Ottawa. Um, wow, that's it. What really? Is, uh, should the Chili Peppers stop? Yep. Uh, I hate the Chili Peppers, but it seems like they could still make relevant music at this point. Nope. No, no. Nope. Like, what was their last hit? Like under s- the bridge. There's enough people. No, they had uh, like what was that? Uh, I'm joking. My just friends are so depressed. Yes, oh, the, and that was off their worst ever. album ever. Yeah, uh, they with Navarro. Hey, Matt, they should hang it up. Yeah, yeah. But then they came back and did Californication. Like DMX, he was one who I was like, before he died, That's I was like, piece. you need to hang it up. Well, he, he got vaccinated. You know who the only person who's like maintaining into their ages is Snoop? Yes, yes, yes. He just seems to like but never age, of, doesn't lose the a style step. of music. And I saw him he, on Ellen. Like yeah. it was a clip of him on Ellen. Just like being such a dork talking about Manizzle and Shakizzle and... And nobody calls him like he just skates through it all. Just Snoop. still cool. He's just the best brand in the nobody world. Nobody else can go on Ellen and be cool. No. Should Rage Against the Machine hang it up? hundred percent. They played Blues Fest in Ottawa. The most corporate fucking. They, they headlined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exactly. most corporate fucking. They've come full circle. Yeah, get out of here. Bulls on parade. So like, no one's allowed to be an old time. You too? Hang it up. Oh, hang it, hang it the fuck up. Who else? Who else? Uh, well, I think we've eliminated everyone. That's all the old bands. The police, hang it up. They, they yeah, never, no, they broke up. Sting, they broke up. Sting, nope, hang it they, up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Phil Collins has to hang it up. He's out of business. Yeah, hang it up. And now it doesn't matter. Even Elton John. This is just Elton enough John. Oh, yeah, hang it no up. Well, no, he just did his last show. He's doing his last tour. Billy right Joel, now. hang it up. Billy Joel plays every month at uh, hang it Atlantic up. City. Mas- no, Madison Square Garden. He plays monthly at MSG. Monthly sells out. He has a uh, residency insane. at Madison Square Garden. Uh, there's enough people the that man. just love the nostalgia. They don't need new songs. They need their Billy. Um, 
They need their Miller. Hunter Biden, Charlie Sheen. Can you think of any other? Hang it up. <laughs> Do you guys remember the chart the, when Charlie Sheen happened? Yeah, it was he funny until he got AIDS. He got fired, and he was even sort of funny then. <laughs> Tiger blood, all that stuff. Yeah, what yeah. about it? Well, I'm sure he's like, I don't know if you want to be hanging around that Hunter Biden kid. He goes hard. Or, or are they, they must know each other. Are they, can you think of any other guys like that? Johnny Depp, would you put in that category? Hunter Biden, Charlie Sheen. Was, what are we talking about though? Like party animals, yeah, drug you, addicts? Like what are you trying to say here? Did they party together? Is that what you're asking? I don't know what happened. I'm just comparing them as guys. Can you, we can't imagine how hard Hunter Biden partied. Yeah, uh, he's he was Lang. like the Paris Hilton. He was like... Uh, She's cleaned her act up, though. No, I'm, I'm saying they were all rich kids coming from extremely fucking wealthy families. Yeah. but I They don't partied think, really hard. I don't think I'm she sure. did a lot of drugs, Perry Hilton. I'm just thinking... Perry of, Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> Hunter Biden, Charlie Sheen... No, nope, there's no other names. Well, there's a lot of young. There was a lot of young, rich, like Simon saying, drug partying. Yeah, there was tons of them. I don't know them per se. I would figure any notorious. child of notorious, any, notorious. Gotcha. Like I bet um, Nancy Pelosi's kids are running fucking wild. Like somewhere. JFK Jr. Until you know. So it was just Charlie Sheen's undoing that made us aware. But of it. Charlie Sheen was and an lots actor. Of guys out there. Why are you putting him in the same character as a uh, category as like? Uh, uh, Hunter Biden, a, a businessman. Hunter Biden's father was a politician. We were just talking about Hunter Biden. He was a businessman. Oh, well, you brought up specifically just Hunter Biden, and then for some reason you lumped him in with Charlie Sheen. He fucks a lot of girls and does drugs. And yeah, but Kamar, if I, you were in Hunter Biden's position, you would be doing all the same stuff. Maybe. No, 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 not no, no, maybe. No. I'm a. I'm with you. I'm not saying. Any like whatever point you're trying to make about Hunter Biden, I'll be with you. I just why him and Charlie Sheen? They're not at all the same person in the same circumstance. I think they're the, like the same age. Come on, you live Hunter Biden's life now without his influence and money. Okay. So with more money and more influence, wouldn't you just be doing what he's doing? It doesn't matter what they're doing. It's uh, infamous partying. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, are there any other people we could, I, Well, Rick James, you guys Eddie saying, Murphy was. No, a, we can't group other people with Charlie Sheen and Hunter Biden because uh, we don't agree that they are equals to be no, compared no, no, to. Like, listen, Eddie Murphy used to party a lot. I never heard anything about Eddie Murphy. What do you. All, that's all Chappelle we or know Charlie they, Murphy. We know they did, but I've never heard stories. Mike Tyson. I've heard stories about Charlie Sheen. I've heard stories about Hunter Biden. Mike Tyson. Um, Mike Tyson. Have you guys seen that Mike thing on Hulu? No. It's, it's on Disney. It's Brett was telling us to check it out. Completely without his permission. Yeah, he's very angry about it. Eh? Yeah. Well, this Lakers thing too. People, were, everyone was pissed because because they, they're not getting money. No, because they were like, we don't like how I'm portrayed in this. Like if I was Hakeem, a lot or, of people. Come if I was off Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be pretty pissed. But and we don't know if he got money off it. Uh, I don't think anyone got money off it. Or maybe I guess you're using their likeness because that's he's like how because they just took whatever his play is. Yeah. And then have made it a. Yeah, that's a weird episode. flex. I don't know how you do that. That's very odd. Are and they then, not calling him Mike Tyson? Are they calling him no, like no. Mike Tinson or something? They do everything. So how can you not pay him? How can yeah, he that's not? Odd. That's uh, what he's wondering. That's I, weird. I, I, yeah, I, I don't Does know. Does he not have a lawyer? I feel I feel conflicted because I like watching it, but I'm like, should I be? Almost like a watching Chappelle on. Uh, when he had uh, the Chappelle show was on Netflix. Like I think you have to compare. Um, Hunter Biden to like some 
I don't know, like um, a famous lawyer's son or uh, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like coming from that sort of money. Charlie Sheen was like a. Kamara, that's what he's. They like, were think- actors, you know what I mean? Like if all actors get fucked up. So you got to remove them from this situation. You There's know? thousands of Hunter Bidens out there. Most of their da- most of their dads won't end up being president. So we'll never hear about them. It doesn't matter what Does they did. Is just notorious partiers. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all I was thinking. And all I'm saying they is they were cracking off and joking about how hardy parties and stuff. But I assume every rich kid is like this, dude. When I went to New York, there was a kid whose dad. Bought him a fucking like four hundred. And if Joe Biden was a Joe Biden, we wouldn't know. And who most Hunter of them Biden aren't was. dumb enough to leave their laptop at a fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, open on the page of his dad's fucking yeah. dealings with the Charlie Ukraine. Charlie voluntarily <laughs> showed he partied hard, and Hunter Biden got exposed for partying hard. Yeah, well, he exposed himself for partying hard. I'm not going to give him a pass, being like he was exposed against his will. No, he's a fucking moron, idiot. They explained, well... Yeah, uh, they didn't break into his house and steal his laptop. No, it wasn't a Watergate. He fucking was like, here. He he went on tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down why movies suck, but I forget what it was. But it was a Matt Damon about... He said DVD sales. DVDs, that's what it was. Nothing right? can become Pretty a cult much. classic anymore. So they can't take chances on those. But it, So they can't take chances on... Um, but that's a weird flex that yeah, at that some point they were flex. like... We're going to make this for $10 million in hopes that it becomes a cult classic. That's kind of weird. I mean, I imagine that most of those movies... It's like a fallback. The, the ones they talk about becoming cult classics probably did relatively well in the box office. Or broke Just even. became more famous once they had a chance to like sit with people for a while, you know? But now they've got to put a maximum money in to get maximum Well, that money would out. be an interesting uh, movie game, you know? You do some... But that being said, people like... Uh, I think it was Tim Dillon was on Burt's podcast. Yeah. And Burt's had a problem with his movie, right? Because he's not sure he wants to release it. Why? Because the war between Russia and Ukraine. Oh, interesting. It's like... Oh, it's, it's like the dictator. The timing is. Predicament. Oh, it's yeah. true. It's a terrible. Yeah, the time, time is awful. Yeah, if you're trying sucks. to make a lot of money, it's terrible timing. If you're trying to be funny, it's actually perfect timing. Mm, I don't know. That's a tough. That's quite a conundrum, person. Yeah, but it, he was and Tim don't say he's working on a movie. Like there will be another tier of these independent films, and they'll be mm-hmm. so privately like Shulls. I I think will eventually make a movie. I mean, I just I don't know. It's it like the thing about now is it seems like with streaming, there's there's more like diamonds in the rough than there's ever been. Like back in the day, if something was really good, everyone spoke about it. You heard about it. Everyone watched it. Well, that's it. what they talked about word of mouth. Yeah. And now it's like, there'll be things on Prime where you're like, this is four years old. No one ever told me about that. You know what I mean? Like there's some, like Solar they, Opposites they is do a good not example, have the Simon, promotion. of like, yeah. Solar Opposites we never heard of because it was on the Star Network, which we just don't get in Canada. And Star yeah. wouldn't afford to put commercials, say, on Canadian TV so you could know the Star Network existed and these shows were there. Or they were getting ads where they were. Sure, but my point is just like, again, there's there's a lot of stuff that, I don't know, you just fall across and you're like, oh, wow, this is like, this has seven seasons? There's too much know. content. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, would you go to Mar-a-Lago? Would I go to a like nice to, place? Like to yeah. play golf? Yeah. Sure. I'm sure this people would say, uh, you know, have to sure, bring my yes. dead body to I Mar-a-Lago. Would. Yes, I okay. would. If I was getting free food and free golf, I think I would go. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're at, like Kamar, if you're asking me right now, Matt, would you spend ten thousand of your own dollars to specifically oh, no, go to Mar a Lago? No, no, it's not tops no, on my list. Then I wouldn't go out of my way. But if you said to me, "Hey, I got I got like a weekend at Mar a Lago for the three of us. Everything's taken care of. We're gonna golf." I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm there in a heartbeat for sure." Yeah. What are you? I don't nuts? think he has like swastikas hanging from the fucking pillars in that place. You know, dude. I, it's, I, I think Shane sort of acts like he's like on the fence, but he loves Trump. He loves Trump more than he hates Trump, even though he makes fun of Trump. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, he seems like he leans that way. He's pretty giddy. His Trump is, his Trump is incredible. So, so fucking incredible. Good. So good. He, he's the best. You know what I was thinking of, too? It's not just like, I mean, listen, the voice itself is on it's point. It's him it's and the, the con- face. But it's also and... the content. Like, it's great that someone can mimic the voice, but it's like you have to be able to say the funny shit that goes along with the, I, I don't know, so good. The Blacks. It was fu- he's fucking incredible. It's it's an essence. Um, I think Ari had the funniest line of the uh, show though, when they're showing the Mar-a-Lago and uh, Kodak Black is limping. He goes, "You use a fat oh, white woman as a yeah. cane." <laughs> <laughs> and if that if that were to become a trend, yeah, just for the of status, oh. a librarian looking woman. I bet he got shot or something. White woman named Suzanne. Yeah, this is my cane. But you got a Karen. I'm still telling you, Mark Norman quietly saying gay got me more than anything. But you're right. That was a good He line. just, no matter what somebody says, he has to say something. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be funny, but it's like... A, it's like borderline Asperger's. It's crazy. Yeah. Like Tourette's It's almost, crazy. Yeah. It fucks up the conversation sometimes because he's like, yep, yep, uh-huh, yeah, I, oh. Gay. I, uh, it's so worth it, though. It's just verbal diarrhea. Uh, Shane's from Three Mile Island, so he may be so funny because of radiation. He sort of seems like that. <laughs> he may be so funny because of radiation. So stupid. Uh, they talked about the difference between activists like in awareness. Is Three Mile Island, sorry, one sec. Is Three Mile Island where the... Um... Pennsylvania, where there was a nuclear oh, reactor. Okay. Sorry, that's not... Uh... Maybe it's New where York Stranger State. Things happens. That's uh, Long Island. Long Island? I don't know. I don't watch Stranger Things. What? It's probably Long Island. It's though, based yeah. on the uh, Montauk projects there. That's Long it's in Pennsylvania. Island. It's Long Island. This is in Pennsylvania. Three Mile Island is in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Yeah. yeah, where Shane is from. Yeah, and I'm also right about Montauk. Yes. Yeah. Just like raise, the Hamptons. Raising awareness about climate change is dumb now, don't you think? I think I've, I've tried this before, but everyone knows we have to save the planet. <laughs> you People don't, but you disagree. But the, the people blocking this, the the uh, highway. Yeah, those are idiots. Climate change. Yeah, those are idiots. At best, are saying I'm raising awareness. You're you're not you're not doing anything. You're doing you're doing less. You're being detrimental. I understand exactly where Kamara is coming from, though, because I witnessed it firsthand the other night. I was talking to some person, and we were talking about a city councilor that we had in our city, mm-hmm. who I said was a numb nuts. Yeah, Shirelli. No, I'm uh-huh. not. We won't talk names. And they said, why? And I said, oh, it has something to do with a bike lane. Yeah. They wanted to turn a bike lane that the businesses needed for people to park to be able to survive. Like, that's just how the world works right now. And this guy was like, oh, no, I agree with that because, you know, we have to make our community smaller and make people bike. And And look, it all it really does sound great. But to get to that point. Everybody goes out of business. Do you know what I mean? It's not like this clean reset. 
Yeah, but yes and no. Like most of Bangkok is run on like mopeds and bikes and, you know, businesses run fine there. Yeah, I've, totally, Matt, totally. But in order to get there now here, nobody survives that transition. There just isn't the time. Like It's like the small town I said is dying because it has no sewer system. And oh, to put in the sewer system, you'd have to kill the town. Was the point? Not not only that, it's like two Matt. Just in in addition to what I was saying, we're assuming that all of those people who are gonna bike are now going to go. Yeah, that's fine. Are now going to go <laughs> and bike to the businesses around the neighborhood. No, all that happens is you make it harder for people to get around. So they order more shit from Amazon. Like we don't live in this idyllic place where everything's beautiful outside like it is, but Amazon still exists. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go away no. just because you guys go green. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Anyways, it's like talking to a wall. Why? I'm I'm listening to what you're saying. He's not even listening. At least I'm out. giving you I'm the time of day. I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> no, I'm, no, it's awareness versus effectiveness. Like, I would just, and of course you have to do it. You don't. I don't. Think but you do. I think it's a much slower kind of turnover. You know, I just doing it so quickly. Yes, it gets it done. But what do you leave? What's your your wake of destruction you know i personally don't understand why it's we need bike the, lanes when the they're thing bikes are treated as cars so just let them on the fucking road like we always have and let's just continue on uh, maybe it, i bet you they're an, another impediment to automated cars too bikes bikes are just such a random like the uh, don't get me wrong the idea is everybody goes back to bikes okay we're all biking around mm-hmm. you can't go too far because you can only bike so far So you end up spending your money in your neighborhoods. All of that makes sense. That's great. We should block people into their neighborhoods so they have to stay there as well. Well, then you have to take Amazon away. Uh, Right? If you take Amazon away, it's a great idea because, yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. It'll be hard for the businesses, but then it'll be great for the businesses. It won't be that way. Yeah, those people who used to drive places aren't going to go, oh, I'm going to bike there now. They're going to be like, oh, I'm going to have somebody delivered to me now. I mean, our real problem prob is public transportation. In fact, that's most places' problem. It our public be, transportation is garbage. It here till they're done. It should always be free. Fixing that. But, 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 until it's fully operational, it should be free. No, but Do you all guys know of how these... much it is to get on? And... $5. 375 It's $375. That's fucking lunacy if if they really wanted to help they would make electric cars very cheap they would make all public transportation free like yeah and these are instead of raising awareness this is concrete action but all you're missing the you're missing the point is in a way they are when the government gives grants out and and carbon credits to these green companies it's their way of saying, offer the, we're giving you money, offer it up cheaper. And those, yeah, they don't And those do companies that, are saying. I know because the world we live in is driven by the almighty dollars. So, but you can't do it that way. You can't give, you have to demand action if you're going to do it that way. This has to go back to the customer. You can't charge over $10,000 for an electric car, period. I don't know what the number is, you know. It's a generation thing. For me, but he listed off a bunch of movies that were his favorite. Mark Norman. Yeah. He said True Romance, Reservoir Dogs, Saving Private Ryan. All of them. Lion King. Love Lion King. That's gay. No. 
Yay. See, people <laughs> people who can't appreciate Lion King for the like it's a classic work of art. It's it a was. Classic. And look, they hadn't done cartoons like that before then with panoramic landscapes. They hadn't. Guaranteed. Okay. And that was the first you time we him with your eyes? I mean, ever I don't know, saw. Really gave me and two. some of the camera shots too were revolutionary for cartoons. They never shot from above like that. A bird from above and then the stampedes below. Do you know how hard that is to draw? Yes, it's difficult. I mean, is that you... the movie we're doing, Kamar? No. Oh, we should. What movie is that? Lion the King. Lion King. All right, here okay, we go. Okay, we'll do it. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rags and Brains to guess the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game! We're Matt and Simon. Go head to head to find out what your movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. Now, it's weary of choosing The Lion King because he mentions the year that all those movies came out in. And then I realize you guys don't pay attention to anything. And it, it's an open field. But it should be almost you do get it. You should get it. You guys should get it. I have a year ready. Okay, I don't have a year yet, sorry. We're doing The Lion King, which came out the same year as uh, True Romance, Reservoir Dogs, Save a Private Ryan, Lion King, True Lies, Natural Born Killers. I would admit Lion King first out of those. Let's stop and have a little conversation here because you just brought up a fucking incredible point. I don't know what happened. I think humanity peaked somewhere in the 1993-1994 region. Music-wise... Like, probably two of the best years ever. As far as, like, rock, rap. Like, rap, those, they're without a doubt. Those are the two best years for rap music. It's it's unquestionable. If you look at what came out in 93, 94. Movies, same fucking, same deal. So many. It's crazy. Do you have a year? Yeah. I have 94. 92. Of course, it's 94. It is 94? <laughs> he said 94 eight times. Right, You're supposed no. to get it right. It was going to no, be a really, really easy first step to come to a competition. For the record, this page, I'm on fire. I've you hit are. three years out of four. Boom. You're starting to get, get Getting into in the it. groove. Getting in the groove. Okay, how much did this fucking thing cost to make? Starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT was, was in that from Home he, Improvement. He was from Home Improvement, yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick, he killed two women drunk driving. Uh, James Earl Jones, Jeremy Irons. I'm not. Oh, no, that can't be right. Whoopi Goldberg, Rowan Atkinson, Robert Gulliam, Nathan Lane. Wow. Cheech Moran, Jim Cummings. I wonder if they all are getting like nice little checks. And the music, bonus points if you can guess who they did the music for. Elton John. Uh, no, Hans Zimmer. I'm ready. Did a song for it. Oh, well, then I get a half point. For half that. point. I could have told you it was Hans It's the Zimmer. circle of life. Uh, hold on. I need one sec here for the box office. This one was a fucking monster. This one was real big. Okay, I'm ready. Simon, you go first. So I said it cost $75 million to make, and it grossed four seventy-five. I said it cost $30 million to make, and it grossed four hundred and twelve. This could have been your week. It cost $45 million to make. Shit. 
and made nine hundred sixty-eight point five oh, million. I changed mine. I had six hundred million. Nine hundred what? Sixty-eight. Nine hundred sixty-eight. Yeah. Crazy movie. Wow. Oi, I'm gonna go back and watch it because I don't think it was that. Cool. Hi, it's, it's great. The music is great. The story is great. It has it a Kuda Matata. Great voices. Right? It yeah. has great Nathan Lane, songs. Matthew Broderick. There's nothing bad about it. Joe's one problem is that the fucking male lions don't have dicks. And you're like, I couldn't agree with him more. Where I disagree with him with so well, I just don't places. care. It means nothing to me in a cartoon line. It's a weird movie. place to be hung up in a kids movie. Like hung up, no pun intended. Yeah. Hey, they tried to interject Nelk in there. Bing bang uh, boom. Joe Connery. didn't have much time for him. Um. Mark Norman's biggest bomb was when he called uh, Art Lang the Salmon Rush of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, what What do you mean? <laughs> like, hey, I, love, I love when. I thought we were going hard. Joe's response is, where are you going with this bit? <laughs> that was what Joe said to him. That was fucking great. It was, uh, it was, it was a great moment of uh, humbleness. Steven Seagal's Creole is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> the fact that he's gets, talking gets like not acting. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, did you ever like have a friend who went to Britain? Yeah, and we've, then we've spoken about this. An accent? It's always a white woman. But it, it's, that's trashy. Right? French Creole. Oh, it's hilarious. Imagine if I went to New Orleans for a week and came back. I was like, hello, boy. What going on? <laughs> yeah. It'd be the best. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> experience. <laughs> It'd be the best. <laughs> My name is Matty Floyd. It's like he absorbs the culture. I skin. do declare. I do declare. <laughs> That's more Southern Bell. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they brought up Jim Rome. They almost mentioned like he's the starter of this sort of talk oh, by yourself thing. the jungle. The jungle and the uh, that Chris clip Everett. is that clip is fucking classic. That's the table, the table clip. going over. But he is just... a fucking dork there. Like that's like Jim Rome when he was a real dork. Well, he, he said, not he admitted Chris. to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. When yeah, we yeah. listened to Rome, it was already like ten years past that incident. But his one, his one good thing was, we don't sit here and call people fat, yeah, overweight. That's not guy show. We're going to say they're obese. Good die of heart. We're not that. We're not going to call someone a fat, lazy <laughs> fuck. We don't do that here. Passive yeah. aggressive way to slip past it. I will say, though, it's fucking like the clip is so good because he literally flips the table to get at Jim oh, Rome. You know, and the best is that Jim Rome is just like, I guess I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I feel it's worthy of a documentary. It's incredible. Break that one moment, the two interviews on both sides. It would be a good 30 for 30. Or, or, or anywhere. If the other one was um, the wrestler. Slapping the shit out of the says, guy. What do you yeah. say to be with this wrestler? They, real. So, you know that show, I always talk about it, The Dark Side Behind of the Ring. The, oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do one on that episode, or so on him, is. on Schultz. Yeah. Uh, well, not Andrew Schultz, but uh, Dave the wrestler. Schultz, Dave Schultz. And they talk all about that because he gets in real big trouble. Like, uh, he might even go to jail or something for that. He, he may have. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't exactly think it's an ongoing case right now. No, but he definitely wasn't supposed to do that to the guy. It was like. Uh, do they have one on Ric Flair's drinking? I don't think they've done one on Ric Flair. No, mm, not yet. Anyways, he's still alive. So, or did he just die? No, the Nature Boy's alive. No, I think. So that's Woo! probably. Most of the people on this show have unhappy endings usually. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, dark yeah, side. Everyone should have a, a trainer. I would love if if I had, if I, I could afford it. 
Come on, honey, let's go. Today's the day. We gotta be on left. We gotta go right. Like this uh, ultimate hype, that man. That soccer team fucked you yesterday, Maddie, but you'll be good today, <laughs> come boy. Just get back out there. We all need a Mendel bomb. This just it's the oh the Mendel bombs. <laughs> it's the, it's the most poignant speech you can make. A guy's on the ropes, like. Well, and it helps when your name is Rocky. Yeah. Well, it's they were different talk- when they're like, "Come on, Simon." Yeah. Well, they were talking about that sheriff dude, right? What That's sh- what they were talking about when they were talking dude? about this. the sheriff who was like, "This is a message to the goblins. If you oh, want to find me, you can would, find me that- down at the Louisiana State Department. I'm here. I'm here Monday to Friday, five to seven. That was that's, that's how they, after I think it started. Yeah, Shane with, brought it up because um, there was that, but it was Teddy Atlas and the uh, oh the cornerman for for Leon that, Edwards, yeah, yeah, cornerman. You're right, and the way they animated that too, yeah. And then you realize it's such a poignant moment. It is. It's. But I said it. I was sitting here to Jera. I was like, this cornerman is incredible. I oh, still didn't think in, Leon in real time. In real happening. time, I said it. I was like, this cornerman's a great fucking cornerman. But I said to him, I was like, it doesn't matter because he's not going no out there. No matter doing what, anything. if you believe in yourself, this guy, you can do it. Yeah. We all need a cornerman. Um, Imagine if you had that on like dates. You're like, excuse yeah. me. I just have to go to the bathroom for a minute. You go to the bathroom. <laughs> you just hyping you up. If you ever going to do something, you're going to do it right now. Dude, the, it really would. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say the bathroom attendant. Should pay like five bucks. Five buck motivation. You know what I mean? It's worth so much. It really would be great if you had like a a real guiding angel, you know, who is just kind of in your ear all the time. Just telling you the right thing to do. Mm hmm. Um, Look at it, the fucking uh-hum he gives me. It, well, I don't I know, like it's funny. that uh-hum. We all have that, don't we? See, remember, do, I was, do you? Do I listen to it? Can I give you another question? Can I give you an example? Earlier, you poo-pooed me when I was saying being nice gets you nowhere. I listen intently to everything you say. Mm-hmm. And when I speak, you do this. No, wrong. Hold on, hold on. Yes, go on. When he's speaking, you're trying so hard to grab his attention with your points, and he ignores the shit out of you, and you still thrive for <laughs> you his know what, attention. You know, what's the, no, you know what's the difference, Maddie? Go on. Be harder to understand, yeah. and I'll have to pay more okay, attention. Okay. I don't get what he's saying. <laughs> I really have to focus in to try and like well, get yeah, through the fault. fucking that's marbles. So if you understood him, you'd be just as... Dude, <laughs> two hands. Like. <laughs> and they were talking about politics a little bit. Is li- a little say, and that's what we have. We have a little say, right? How? Our, our, our vote sort of matters. and I mean, not really, but go uh, on. To no say. I, I mean, was thinking about my referendum idea, and it just doesn't work. Falls apart. Falls apart in the wash right away. People are too uninformed. We're too stupid. You can't have referendums. You can't just let people decide. That's why we have elected officials. And most of them. We decided to turn the archives into a giant dolphin. That Yeah. And like, again, most elected officials are supposed to be lawyers because they're making law. You're supposed to understand law very well. We don't. uh, The average Joe doesn't understand how the law works. Therefore, you can't just be willy nilly vote. I vote no. I vote no. The way it should work is that we have this. Um group of the smartest people remember but the way the things get to them is through referendum so example you want to make bike lanes everybody votes on it if it passes it goes to the council it goes to the council of smarts and then they make the decision we've all voted in the council of smarts so we yeah and this is how ideally that's how a normal society runs Mm -hmm. i think that's how our society is supposed to run Mm -hmm. but that's not how it runs Mm mm-hmm you don't get to tell the smarts what to fucking do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, the smarts aren't running this, clearly. No, this is <laughs> They were well aware of that, I don't that, think right? this is a real brains <laughs> operation. And you th- but So you think a little say is still better than no say? Uh, yeah, I mean, any say is better than no say, I guess. But if your Even little in, say in no does say, nothing. You still have say to day-to-day stuff. Would well, you like, rather fire? Are we talking about free will now? No, we're talking about like living in China versus here. No, but. Would you rather five feet of chain or a hundred? Oh, good one, Matt. That's better. I'd rather a hundred. Of course you would. It would be easier to get things done. But I'd rather no chain if that's Well, of course, but I'm saying if you give, given the option, you're obviously going to go with more chain. So I wonder what social problems they have in China. Like, do they have a fentanyl epidemic? And no, because they'll just lock you in your apartment. They're not arguing with each other over like. Can I tell you what doesn't exist in China? Yeah. Fentanyl. But it's made there. Yeah, but it doesn't exist for their own people. You know what also doesn't exist in China? TikTok. It does, no, it but does. it's different. I know, but it's different. Yeah, but so but it it's exists. something. So they, they do have an Alibaba. Like, if, if you don't know anything, you think China's a cool existence. And they're, they just came out that they definitely are doing, you know, war crimes or crimes against humanity in the yeah. Uyghur camps, which we've known for two years, which mm-hmm. just goes in another pile of the lies we tell ourselves. Well, the Uyghur camps, that's a real The problem. Uyghur, sorry, pardon me. To those. But like Kamar's saying, it's so ironic that we know, we've known about this for like five years now. And they're like, well, we got to really investigate this. Well, well, you need to get your toothpaste very cheap. So those yeah. Uyghur camps need to exist. Yeah. I think, I think no says is better. Like that's just free labor. If, them, if no? we didn't have like yeah, fighting exactly political parties, I'm sure there'd be a super train through here by now. Like a bullet train. Like the idea that if a party changes and, you know, here in Canada, it's pretty traditional that once we feel someone's all right, they get about 10 years and then someone else gets 10 years, but they spend five years on doing everything. Well, the, they did. the perfect example is Trump. Let's say Trump, when he had come in, had wanted, instead of building a wall, yeah. he had wanted to build a super train. Yeah. They would have shut down the super <clears throat> train. Like it didn't matter what it was. That's how it works for everybody. Right? Like if you're a liberal person and you come in and you make some rules when the conservatives come in they're going to push as many of those rules back as possible you know what i've learned kamar from our train just in this city is if they were to build some super bullet train from like toronto to montreal uh it would cost us 10x what it should everyone would line their pockets it would take 10 times as long to build that's the real problem is there's just so much it would have to be like a private enterprise like not no government involved at all. What's crazy is our government trying to build this train. Which couldn't afford that. Like everything you is supposed to be above board, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's the government. Yeah. And it's like the biggest fucking catastrophe of all time. I mean, that's not true. Something else will happen. Yeah. Here's an example, too. No, I don't, but it's not even close, but it was terrible. Like, what a fucking... Boondoggle. They fucked this shit up, man. They're still, as we speak. I don't know if you guys know this, too. It goes back way further. In the 90s, they got someone to design the original O-Train, and it cost them, like, a couple million dollars. And just, they, just for the design. Yeah, and they scrapped it. And then a couple years later, they went back to the exact same firm, and they paid for the exact same okay, design this again. This is just so stupid. So it's a little. It's better to have no say than a yeah, little say. No, no say. Let's all just live in <laughs> ignorant bliss in this fucking simulation and be done with it. I like that. Club looks good. It's got to be opening any day now. Club Everyone's Soda. Joe talked about going there. Joe's Club. Oh, I've yeah. seen a bunch of. Have you guys seen shows of Club Soda? It's a great venue. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen great pictures venue. of Joe's Club? 
No. Have they leaked anything yet? No. no. Biggest secret in showbiz. Inflammation. Wow. The cold plunge. I think that's the thing. Because Joe says he doesn't run anymore, eh? Yeah. He's saying that he can't run anymore. He used to run all the time, but his knees just can't handle it. But I don't get it. He's been doing knees over toes, guy. He says his knees feel better than ever. Well, there we have a You're uh, so big on inflammation. You should be doing the cold plunge. What's I your know. problem? Well, I was doing sauna in Lake yesterday. And mm. fell, uh, all you need for a cold plunge is ice in a bathtub. Yeah, too. and the will to do it. Yeah, okay, that's the part you're missing. Sorry, you have two ingredients. You Acid, need the third. obviously, has always got a negative connotation. That's like LSD, be, you mean? And it's weird, like, the CIA would be behind that. Hold on, I think the problem, it's not just the CIA. That might be a problem as well, but dosage is a big problem, is it not? Like, well, all those stories you heard about people were probably did way too much acid. The Whereas person you, I finally found, I always wondered how to do liquid acid, right? Yeah. Like, how would you do it, like... In your eye, you right? Don't, you, no, no. What you do is you put it in water, and you have, like... Dilute it. Four cups of water, and then you split that into each cup, and now you have a microdose of... I always wonder, like, would you drop it on a piece of paper and try to cut that up? But see, that's my point. But it can be done. Microdosing LSD is a different story from doing, like, a fucking shitload of LSD and ending up naked in a fucking field. Which is always a possibility. And I think there was probably, you know, good LSD and bad LSD. And you take some of that bad LSD, some of that stuff that was maybe not made in the best place or whatever, and you have a terrible trip. But in the... I'd say it's changed a bit because a lot, like, a lot of people do LSD, like Silicon Valley or yeah. whatever. If you ask someone in general, what do you think LSD? Like, oh, that's dangerous well, versus I just, mind altering. Or- I think we grew up in a time too where, you know, a lot of street drugs, you didn't know where they came from. So like LSD, like you were really rolling the dice as far as like, like Coke, at least, you know, you were like, it probably came Someone's from asshole. Columbia at some point. This it's cut with something. Bathroom. But- it's like when, what's his name told me that he makes uh don't say his name. Okay. That he makes the DMT. Yeah, the DMT. I was like, yeah. well, I don't want that anymore. Yeah, well, you make. I know it? <laughs> you, and you make the DMT. Like, I don't want Matt to make my fucking mind-altering drugs either, you know? Yeah, you want the chain of custody. I mean, I'd rather this guy making it than me, if we're, if we're going so that I said that. Um, imagine, it's impossible it was, but if Joe had a show. Like a TV show. Like corporate interests are like, ah, Joe. <laughs> they, they were just doing about it. Like, what if? All this time, it wasn't just Jamie there. There was like a whole crew. Well, no, no. He had another job. There was like, surprised the UFC has never said, as a, you've, they've never called him out for being something. Um, yep. They're run by Dana White. Well, yeah. And I'm sure the but second he would have, he just would have stopped ESPN, doing it. And maybe there was conversations like you'll have. No, no. We never be chilling the show, and you're still on the show, so there's still the association. There's I don't believe Joe. Saying. Joe is not employed by ESPN. I believe Joe joking. is contracted if, out. If he had a j- j- show on NBC, like Survivor Series, they're like, you got to stop saying so much stuff. I'll put it to you this way: He insisted. If he was, if he had started JRE when he was first on Fear Factor, it probably yeah, that would be an issue. But he, now he, he has cart It would imagine. be an issue. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, in South Park, undefeated of all the comedy th- stuff that exists. There's a, I don't think I liked it, but I didn't watch much of it. But it's a 20th anniversary celebration of South Park at Red Rocks. Oh my God. They're, were there performing Trey, songs? Trey and shit? Parker. It's hilarious. And you saw it? Yeah, I saw some of it. Yeah. And Matt Stone? Do, both of them. Yeah, sorry. Dude, they sing a song in Japanese, this Japanese anime song they wrote for one of their episodes. They like sing it. It's So you don't have to watch, I don't watch South Park. Yeah. I don't watch South Park either. You don't watch South Park? For it to be funny. 
I'm Isn't telling, that funny? Because we're from a different age than you. I'm telling both you. Watch you watch Simpsons? I used to watch. I watched Simpsons. I'm telling both of you right now, if you just go back three seasons and start watching South Park, you'll immediately be hooked. And you'll be like, what was I doing? No, I watch. I used to watch South Park, and then I just stopped. And uh, I was just wondering if, would I proceed watching that? Do you have to watch the show? Or the, is it all inside show jokes? No. Nope. Or is it it's just funny? It's just funny. Because they're comedic geniuses. Yes, because they are comedic geniuses. Shane ruined Ari's Tiger Woods story. Oh, that was terrible. It, was, it was so terrible. And that's how great Ari is, though. He was just like, no, just it's it cool. I was done. He wasn't even close to done. Oh my! It was it was bit Killer Jones and <laughs> yeah, it was. That, it didn't even make sense. You get defined by that was just Shane being drunk. Yeah, well, it it ruined it, that. The podcast ended there for me. Yeah, well, I all, stopped taking all notes. civility went out the window. I well, I did actually, <laughs> but I think that was near the end. Yeah, but Ari handled it like such a pro. It was sounding like is. such an amazing story. They were, oh, and also the team prom story. Joe doesn't have to tell. I'm sure he's told that whole thing to them. Yeah. yeah. Ad nauseum. Ad. Verb. The Mitzi too. Mm, he he could always have that. No, no. He's been telling. Come on. These guys know that we know you're. Like he was telling them, like, no, I hadn't gone back. To, like he was telling Ari, yeah, I hadn't gone back to the store. So I didn't go back to the store since two thousand seven. Like, yeah, I was I, going there for your night. Yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Joe, I know. Like, I was there. It was my show. Oh, uh, rated boys. I uh, give it a four and a half. Four. I give it a four. I love when he calls him Rogie too. That's my favorite. I give it a four. It would have got Rogi. more. It could have been a five had Rogi. Shade not ruined Ari's yeah. story. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a uh, three and a half. I guess. All right, well, look at that. Right down the center. Look at that. That's a week. You didn't do a movie game, eh? We did. We did The Lion I King. I know, but what was your plan for the movie game? The Last Boy Scout. Oh. Which we didn't even get it into, but like there was a tight... They didn't mention Bulletproof. What year do you think uh, The Last Boy Scout came out, Simon? Oh, Jesus. Are we doing this? Just do the year. Just the year. Yeah. You don't have to write it down. Okay, well, I got to think for a second. Okay. Why, you already know what year it is? No, I think I have a year. Bruce Willis and uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. No, Damon no, Wayans. My bad. I think it's about an athlete and a cop that don't play by the rules. Of course. Okay, just hold on. This is the weirdest ending ever. Okay, I think it's 1991. I said 92. 1991. Whoa, Simon. He's a play. He's a play. Wow. Simon. He's just oh, are we going to do no, this? No, we're not doing the whole thing. Just the year. But people can be superstars, big movie stars. Okay. Just well, I'm going to do it. If you want to see if Simon's right, go check out the uh Oh, that's a great show. plug for the Patreon. Considering, sorry, considering how you guys say um, all these bands got to go. Yeah. They should all get coached by the Ivan Bro- Ivy Way brothers because they did it all and just went away and they're happy now. I think was that by choice. I think I think so. Okay, fair enough. All right, well that's a show. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon if you want to support the show. It's Patreon.com/slash/JREE Podcast. You can support the show for as little as five dollars a month. For that $5, you get the post, Joe. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. We talk some non-Joe stuff. We take guesses on who's going to be on next week, that sort of shit. Uh, and you'll get an old episode, a uh, bunch of old throwback episodes where we go back, we listen to the old show, and we do what we do here. We owe you guys one for August. I'm so sorry. We might even owe you one for July now that I think about it. But we'll get that done this week. Um, that's it. There's also a YouTube if you want to watch. Th- no. 
There's a YouTube if you want to watch some clips. Not like and subscribe. Yeah, do what Kamar said. Like and subscribe. That's it. Thank you so much. We love the shit out of you guys. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.